0: something for me. Forget it, pal. Gift City. You still owe me $500 from the Denver game. <laughs> what Denver game was that? You remember the Denver game that we bet on? I had Denver. You welched. You weaseled I out. I did not. You, you weaseled this out. This is yeah. Christmas. Now, wait I a minute. It's if I owe and you, that's why I want to point it out. I owe you money. Got you got to come. Fine. I'll take it. Get it up. Uh, Which oh. game was that? There, there was a Denver game. <laughs> but I had I, Denver. No. I had Denver. I gave you three and a half points. You gave me four you think I might be able to go to what's it called, Paris? Paris? Paris, France? I think that could be arranged, sure. No. Gay Paris. Oh, I want to uh-huh. see some of them shows they got over there
1: Make me so happy. What shows? Those gay shows.
0: Well, they're not gay shows, those are... Gay Paris shows. If well, yeah, that that, they are. That's yeah. right. I don't know if I touched that one with a 10-foot pole, but that's <laughs> neither here nor there. I think Mullen's behind the whole thing. Oh, I do too. And I know she's digging up girls
2: from everywhere that want this belt. Every woman in professional wrestling wants my belt, but I want it too. And I had to fight inch for inch to get this. And I'm not about to lay down on my back and let someone cover
0: me. I thank you very much. (laughs) We're going to be right back. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 Elizabeth. My dear, how are you? You look gorgeous as usual.
3: Thank you very much.
0: Well, you're more than welcome. How are things going for you?
3: Oh, great. Everything's super.
0: When you get into New York City, you have an opportunity to do a little shopping.
2: Oh, yes. I really enjoy that.
0: Unbelievable. Excuse me. Just let me interrupt this for a second. I'm just standing here. I'm holding a gold belt. The Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship belt. What in the world are you thinking? Look at all of this crap in this ring. This is what's in the future for you if you wanna hang around the likes of this man Hall and this man Nat. As far as I'm concerned, all this crap in the ring represents these fans out here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a taste of it a little earlier on here on Saturday night's main event, when the madness met the mania. I am talking man. about Macho Madness and Hulkamania, two mega powers. Beating here tonight, Hulk Hogan, what is happening? Well, you know, me, Gene, we really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. And I'm just kind of a little worried about locking up here. Because right. we just might pull the whole planet up, you know? Blow it out your asshole here.
3: Poor old Mean Gene, boys, huh? It's awful sad. It is awful sad, isn't
4: it? Let me tell you something, brother.
3: Oh, such a shame. That one hit me. I think a lot of people, it was more... seemed to be a lot of people who were hit by that, more so than a lot of the more recent ones. I don't oh, know. Some people,
4: was... are, some people are above everything. Some people are above you know, the hype, the circumstance of wrestling, and Mean Gene was definitely one of those people
3: yeah he he's up there like if you to look back at even because I had to you know clip all that audio, I got to watch a load of shit. It was actually great. I did it Sunday or Monday. The amount of ones that I'd never seen before, but I probably saw when I was a kid and I didn't get what was funny about it. It's like if you watch Simpsons episodes back now and you missed it and all these jokes that you missed when you were a kid or didn't understand but he's fucking he's awesome it was great to see the amount of uh, emotions. it was total emotion out there yeah and he's to send it. the end a time.
1: Yep. I was going to say, transcend the time, the amount of generations that he covered as well is it, like with most of the guys who unfortunately have passed away lately, it's like they had their generation that they were a part of but me and Gene, you have people even now who are seeing him on like story time, hearing him on story time on the network and everything, he's just an iconic voice across so many generations so it hurt
3: Yeah, it was it was, it was was one of those cases where he had a fall and it was someone his age, what was he 76 or 77, something like that once he uh, fall, seventy six. Yeah, he had a fall, and then that's kind of you're uh, you're in you're at that store, in there, unfortunately, there's not a whole lot you can do about it after that. Mm-hmm. Shame. He will be missed.
4: Hulk Hogan's appreciation moment. I didn't like it. I no. Let me rephrase that. I loved the whole segment. I didn't like why it was a segment though. as in how they got him back yeah and I think that's what's left a sour taste in people's mouths is that WWE were waiting for a moment like this where bringing back Hogan into an American arena can be overshadowed by something that the fans will not react negatively towards
3: I think you might have been a bit of a dickhead booing him in that scenario exactly even though you wouldn't be, but you'd feel, oh, maybe I shouldn't.
1: According yeah. to the lovely people at Twitter, there was pockets of the audience that were booing it.
4: Really? Oh, I heard them, I heard them, yeah. yeah. I was watching live and I definitely heard. And, like, to be fair, even if you ignore the fact that there was no booze or suggest the fact there was no booze, the lack of pop and the lack of cheering for Hogan as he got into the ring, that was deafening
3: to me. Yeah. Uh you want to wonder how many times... The more people will die, you'll end up with uh, Hogan finding ways to get back in. But shilling the shirts was... Yeah. Although I do want to buy a Genomania t-shirt. But...
1: <laughs> it looks exactly like a Make America Great Again
3: t-shirt. <laughs>
1: it does. But it's from God that segment where maggot. where Hogan was training
3: Gene. So it was yeah. a kind of a remake of those ones. But
4: I'm not even going to lie. I didn't even realize that until I saw the video package.
3: Oh, okay. And I had, just think yeah, think A lot
4: of people didn't get that either. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think a lot of people, when they saw it, they're like, "Oh, they're actually making merch for this."
3: But, but... did they announce that it's going to his family or anything? No. No. So, so... Oh. oh. See, I'd feel compelled to buy one if I knew the money or all the proceeds were going to his family. I'm sure he's got. I'm sure his family have enough money. But I mean, it's your kind of your way of, you know. Given back or whatever, you know, some stupid way of doing that, but
1: either his family or a charity he was close to, or yeah, anything really, like, but yeah, no, no, not
3: the WWE coffers. <sighs>
1: Look, they may have to renegotiate the Saudi deal and end up getting less money. They need to fill that shortly <laughs> <it> somehow. <laughs>
4: I did uh, love, I and I did love the um the fictitious match that Hulk Hogan was mentioning in his interview and. A tweet from Curtis Axel, I don't know if you saw this But he uh, tweeted Thank you at Hulk Hogan for mentioning my dad in your tribute To Gene Ockerland tonight Caught me off guard and choked me up But you're right, Mean Gene involving, involved In a tight team feud between Wario Machaman Man and Mr. Perfect Piper Is definitely happening Yep, that's pretty cool
3: You got Heenan, Mean Gene And Gorilla Monsoon now yep. You saw that picture of them together You're like, oh
1: you sons of bitches No so you're cutting onions yeah, no, you're cutting
3: onions. <laughs> oh, the alleged wrestling podcast episode sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, so almost that
4: full job, boys.
1: Almost that full job.
3: <laughs> Update on the Bluetooth situation. Still no reply.
1: We're going to
3: need to get on that this week, so we've got and if you want to get on it, for episode sixty-nine next week, we just you know we need we need people behind us here, and we're we're doing yet. Um, but yeah, we're going to plague them. I think once a day, uh, maybe with Simpsons memes. They seem to get a good reaction on Twitter. <laughs> what was the one you put up today? The, yeah, all have their own ha, ha, killed? Ha, no, no, have
1: yeah, have Chris Benoit killed. <laughs> I thought, okay, we're going to find out
3: who's actually cool here. I'm going to find out people who have a bit of sense of humor. And to be fair, there was a lot. So
1: it was it was an edgy one. I I honestly didn't know. As you know, I put it in the production chat first because so I was like, uh, <laughs> too far,
0: maybe. That's
3: a nice yeah. little segue for me, Gordo. Now that you mentioned the edginess and going too far,
0: this is Miss Elizabeth. She is absolutely gorgeous, and she is also on the cover. Of the latest edition of the World Wrestling Federation magazine. Frank, take this home and have fun. Let's go some action. Priscilla Kelly,
3: the spot heard round the world. <laughs> at bar wrestling or one of these shows at the weekend. Um, How do you describe this? She, a girl was sitting on a chair incapacitated. So Priscilla Kelly, who I follow for a long time because she has such a great career, bright prospect. She has a
4: fantastic career. Yeah. Very, very
1: nice career. career. She, she's the kind of harlot that we like. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like dirty harlots. <laughs>
3: uh, so she... does this gimmick. <laughs> You're like, is this a work tampon or shoot? Paint,
4: paint a picture, Steve. Paint a picture.
3: Oh, It feels so weird even saying it out loud. That's how divisive this thing is. So, I assume it's food colour, food dye or something on a tampon. Takes it out of her trunks and shoves it down your wand's throat. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, I can't believe I've said that out loud.
4: Um, On the internet.
3: Yeah, oh, there hey. you go. Quick, Tony.
1: There, there, there's no better time to crack open a Tony than when we're going to discuss something like this. I'm going to grab a Tony. How, what did you think of it, Fits?
4: Uh, I... I saw it sent it on to the chat and I was like oh god what have you sent on now because let's be honest we're usually used to seeing some crazy indie spots in our super exclusive pre-production chat room I saw it I thought ha that's hilarious and didn't think anything else of it until I saw that it blew up on in the internet and people were freaking their minds out and losing their shit wait for it Oh that's the shit. Lovely Tony. A beautiful can of Dutch Tony.
3: If it's not Dutch you're paying too much.
4: Well hey. I don't see the anger in this and I know Cornette lost his shit on it. I know many people on the of the internet wrestling community lost their shit over it. Man, it's a spot. You know, it wasn't dangerous. It was something that hadn't been seen before probably something that won't be seen ever again but it's unique, it got her name out there that's what she wanted to do, she wanted to get that blue tick on Twitter and by god she got that blue tick on Twitter
3: Yeah, because I've been following her for a while, all jokes aside and I don't think she was verified, maybe I'm wrong and maybe she got verified during the May Young Classic or something uh, but I never noticed the blue tick until this week because she like doubled her following and all sorts of shit mm-hmm. uh, Gordo what did you make of it? Um,
1: yeah, it's I day, it's something different. She definitely went out there, and I know I said to you the other night. She definitely uh, grabbed that brass string. Um, <laughs> I mean, we've seen so much shit in indie wrestling, even in general. I said, I know I said it to you as well. Is it any worse than? For a long time, it was pretty much implied on WWE TV that Mr. Sacco was essentially covered in Mick Foley's juices. Is that any worse when that's rammed in someone's mouth?
4: Yes, because he's a man.
1: Well, you know? that's
3: the that's the next thing,
1: the equality
3: argument, Garla. That's the the compared to the Joey Ryan Dick flip, which is equally stupid.
1: I don't know—is um, it the Dick flip or is it the lollipop from the trunk spot?
3: Maybe they mean the lollipop, but I think people just associate the Dick spot with anything like that anyway. But well, whatever, whatever you think it is, I suppose go with. But it, the the key argument is that it's the same, which. <laughs> It's three guys here. see. I wanted to get, I wanted to get Kira to watch this, but I couldn't get anywhere near her. By the time we got to, I wanted to record her reaction to it to see what she thought. Maybe it's just the way guys react and the way girls react to this is going to be different. But it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it provocative. It gets the people going.
1: Uh, and I, I got a bit of flack from a couple of people on Twitter over my stance of wrestling as art. You have divisive pieces in every bit of art form. This just so happens that Priscilla Kelly's period piece is after really <laughs> dividing the community as a whole. That was the one I was holding back on. Remember I said I had one that I was yes, holding for the pot? Yes, there we go. Um, but yeah, I, as I said, it's it's been a common thing for years. Everyone said wrestling is art. You're not going to like every bit of art.
3: Yeah, it's a good argument. If you think of it as a performance art or something, there's always going to be a critic for something.
1: -hmm. It's like you hate the greatest showman. A lot of people like the greatest showman.
3: With every fiber of my being, there's not enough days or not enough hours in a day for me to hate it enough. I have to get up early to hate it. That was the worst experience in the cinema I've ever had. But there you go.
4: And you're still wrong.
1: (sighs) I haven't seen it, so I can't be the deciding vote here. So go watch
4: your Gurney movie. I'm just assuming he's wrong because he's usually wrong
3: wolverine is a dancing vince mcmahon <laughs> <laughs> and i know that sounds amazing but it's not mm-hmm.
4: speaking of wolverine side note apparently it was trending today on the social medias that he's back in the gym bulking
3: up a bit but what for hmm
4: devil
1: three devil <laughs> three mm-hmm
3: uh, are the x-men not a part i'm not a marvel guy but are the x-men not part of avengers or will they ever be a part not no. the the group but the movies Have they have they not no. been brought into that universe no no not yet no
1: yeah. uh all also the way it happened down the line but they're still working on the dark phoenix saga with all sophie turner and all the, the kids basically so that's going to be the next one that's coming out in like four or five months time around about the same time as avengers i think really bad timing yeah, um, The
3: Last Avengers and Deadpool come out within two weeks of each other or something. Yeah, yeah. And the heel Deadpool of the movie was the same fucking actor. Yeah. In yeah. both movies. That was mad.
1: Um, yeah, on, the, on the Priscilla Kelly yeah. thing, she did spin um, She did spin this very well, where she has released a new T-shirt, oh. uh, commemorating it, but uh, a portion of the proceeds are actually going towards uh, basically getting uh essentially tampons and other equipment for, for uh <laughs> like I try, I know, I can't think the exact I can't think of the exact thing there's basically there's proper proper kits hygiene basically probably. hygiene 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 kits for uh women in like so disadvantaged areas and third world countries. So she's after spinning this beautifully. It's, it's, she's clever like
3: uh, I don't know. I wasn't the biggest fan of it but I mean it shocked me. As I said before and it very little shocks me and I actually was like oh my god so it worked. I'm not offended by it or anything. I just it's just really stupid. You're not offended, makes...
4: Steve, because you're a man and you can't be offended by something that a woman does. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I
3: I just think it's stupid and it makes wrestling look stupid. But look, it's Have not you like watched it's raw. A... I know I know I know I know. I, I completely accept that argument. Um but yeah uh, it's, I don't, I still don't know how to feel about it. I just, it, well, it's good, it's clearly good because everyone's talking about it, but I just feel up. like it's stupid like, really stupid. And I feel like this is going to define her, and she's never getting back into WWE. <laughs> she's going to have a new name when she comes back. She won't be if I'd be really funny if she did another Mae Young classic and they had she'd a totally different name, <laughs> which is going to happen.
1: She'd be Kelly Priss.
3: <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, uh the it's... other argument even wrestlers tweeting about this which bug me. Uh wrestling is fake, get over it. Is essentially the argument. You're like, "We know that, but why are you saying this? Make me believe." Am I alone in that and thinking wrestlers should be coming out doing that?
1: That, that one annoys me.
3: I don't get it. I mean, when I was a kid if you told a wrestler he was fake, like that happened on that talk show, people got beat up for that. <laughs> Like I know K-Fabe is dead and
1: Randy Orton is is shitting handbags for less
3: Exactly Yeah
4: (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's
3: there's a new breed of people coming up a lot of the stuff is really entertaining a lot of it's nice and it pokes at the fourth wall and I enjoy that but some of it's like come on what the fuck are you doing (laughs) there's 200 people showing up to a parking lot now rather than thousands because the stupid shit and the general public is never going to go along with this
4: Call
1: it now. Martina's over in New York, Mania weekend. Someone is booking Priscilla Kelly versus Martina. Why is that, Gordo? Possibly Joey Janela. Oh, definitely Joey Janela. <laughs> because you'll have Jarexo versus Tampaxo.
3: Oh, hey! <laughs>
1: um,
3: the thing is now, is this going to be? Is she going to do this as the dick spot? Do it over and over again, over
1: again. I wonder if that's the thing. Or is
3: this just a WrestleMania-type moment?
1: It'll be... <laughs> it would be something that'll happen on and off. At the end of the day, it, it, yeah. it'll fit. ironic. <laughs> <laughs> it's only once a month.
3: Oh, there she goes. The next time she tries it, we're like, no no, 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 I'll no, have to try on. this another week.
1: <laughs> Two-bit oh. booking.
3: Two-bit booking, yeah. Priscilla Kelly reaches into her jocks. But unfortunately, just <laughs> couldn't pull there. the move off. <laughs> she didn't get all of that one. <laughs> A glancing blow, <laughs> Oh a Glancing flow you might say Wow <laughs> wow. Went there. wow indeed There's um, a lot of stuff And I reckon some of it is going to take us ages We're only like 20 minutes in So Wrestle Kingdom Fitz, Me and you were kind of in the same boat Where we didn't think it was bad It was a great show It was just maybe we got ourselves far too hyped up for it And and there was no way it could have delivered on what we thought it would be. Prime example would be Osprey Bushi.
4: I'm I'm having what you're having, but I I'd go a little bit more extreme if I if I could, if you'll allow me the opportunity. Please. The card had the potential to live up to the hype of previous shows. But it didn't deliver to the same quality as previous shows. Okay.
3: So what you know, do you I, think? That's a that
4: sounds harsh. And I know it sounds harsh.
3: But you know, you admit it was a good show. Like, Oh there was, yeah. yeah. We,
4: we have been absolutely spoiled in previous years with how good these shows have been. Which is why it sounds like I'm being a complete douchebag right now and shitting on how the biggest wrestling show outside of WrestleMania how it was performed this year. My biggest thought and my biggest overriding takeaway from this show was that New Japan officials got caught with their pants around their ankles with the Young Bucks and Kenny and Cody and the rest of the boys leaving and not re-signing. And their, I want to say, lack of ability to make changes to keep the integrity of the card strong, that might be going a little bit too far, but the ability to change and think and rebook definitely was lacking from their side.
3: The I don't think Tanahashi was going over unless all this was going down. Like yeah. it seems like as I my fear was that there's been great strides by New Japan to branch out a little bit. And I mean who are we to come in and tell them how oh you can't have that Japanese guy win it in Japan. You know, like that's up to them. But it feels mm. like they're slightly going back into their fuck the West shell. Do you know that kind of way? Even though they just sold out Madison Square Garden. So it seems like an odd one. Unless I think... I
4: don't well, know. like You've hit the nail on the head there because they've been very foreigner-orientated over the last couple of years. Which has brought them a lot of success outside of Japan. Which absolutely is understandable. So while they've seen their popularity rise and number of tickets sold at foreign events and number of foreign memberships of New Japan World Rise... A lot of people in the home country and their native talent have not been very pleased about this. So when the foreigners, in their mind, left them short, slash screwed them over, then the the opportunity came to really kind of reinforce, okay, we are a Japanese company first and foremost. Let's promote our own talent.
3: Yeah. And then you give Tanahashi, who I love, by the way. And if you've listened to this before, you know I'll wax lyrical yeah. about how much I love Tanahashi. It just yeah. seemed odd that they put the title on him. I was it caught me off guard. And especially was since all the other um elite or bullet club guys had lost that night. I thought yeah. that's okay. Well, Kenny'll Kenny will probably win anyway and that'll balance things out or whatever. But it it leaves us in it with a question of did they do it? Because they want a Japanese guy on top, depending because you know Jay White is going to beat Tanahashi. We know this is going to happen. Um, does it? Is it that, or is it a case that Kenny hadn't signed a new deal and they didn't want to risk him? They they wouldn't have had another big show for him to drop the title at between now and the end of January, so they had to do think, it now in case.
4: Yeah, I think the latter. I think it's uh, a safety procedure more so than anything. Um, We we both kind of nodded in agreement during the week when we were talking at our pre-production exclusive meeting that this has the feeling of an interim champ or I don't know what the the other term we used before. Um,
3: uh, Transition. Transition.
4: Transitional champ, exactly. Where you're taking the belt off the guy that you want to remove the belt from and you're putting it on someone that will keep everyone happy while actually putting the belt in the not too distant future on the guy you want to put the belt on
3: and the guy that has the belt now is a monster and for someone like jay white to beat him is a big deal yeah you know so it's it's a good it's good that way it just seems like it was rushed and this fuels the fire for people who think kenny had a terrible title reign which i completely disagree with i mean it mightn't have been bombastic or anything but maybe our expectations were too high he'd fantastic matches
1: Mm-hmm. i don't think uh, i think part of the reason and you kind of have touched on it there why it feels rushed is the fact that they don't have many big shows true as so far as they couldn't they couldn't rearrange stuff because you're not going to rearrange a title like a title match for your main title on some generic small show in fukuoka that draws like 200 people or something like that i mean when was the last time i had a big show there was world tag league but that was focused mainly on tag stuff and setting up the the juice match with Cody. Probably King of Pro Wrestling or You know, and that's a long, long way back. So when stuff like this happens, they probably went into that saying, okay, well, we're giving Kenny the title. There's plenty of time. Surely by putting that on him, it'll be okay. Then as everything starts getting closer and he's not signing, they don't have opportunities to rebook stuff. They can't just make Mm -hmm. stuff up on the fly out of nowhere where there's where there is no way to progress the story beyond maybe something on Twitter or a small video, which just doesn't make sense. There's no proper storyline payoff to anything. So, uh, if anything, this is their way of booking themselves out of a corner. Yeah, you know, and it's at the end we we were we were questioning some of the booking after last year's Wrestle Kingdom, and we kind of all came to the agreement of trust Gato. He always has a master plan. So I'm kind of wanting to approach it the same way this week, mm-hmm. this year. But I think even he may have gotten caught in the. Caught kind at of the hop a bit with all this.
3: I think, you know, my thoughts were, you know, immediately when we saw it, I texted you and I said, Well, Jay White's winning the title. I don't think Tanahashi defends it once. I think he loses it on the first defense, but maybe a second defense because I think the match is going to be Tanahashi Jericho at, at Madison Square Garden. Now, that's a match. That's a main event I would nearly fucking swim over to. <laughs> <laughs> that's two of my favorite guys in a, in a Japanese style hard hitting match.
4: Do you reckon I mean, Jericho has another match in him in New Japan.
3: Yeah, I think so. Because he, he's he got nothing to do until the unicorn that is AEW begins anyway. So,
4: But uh, exclusive <coughs> contracts, no competes.
1: There's something dodgy in that. Because according to Meltzer, after everything fell through with that, uh, and they realized that Omega may actually be going to AEW, New Japan has kind of softened their stance a bit and may be looking to try and work with them after the show. So if there's a chance, I won't be surprised if the lads kind of say, okay, well, we'll allow people to work the New Japan show.
3: Well, I think all the boys there, the elite guys, want to keep working in New Japan. So I think maybe New Japan end their agreement with Ring of Honor, as Gorda was saying, after the Madison Square Garden show, and then it's AEW New Japan. Yeah. And that's the agreement.
1: Like AEW has a much better top-heavy roster. I mean, we'll see.
3: <laughs> it has Chris Jericho. That's it bad. has Cody. It has the potential of. We'll get to this. I think is the best. Yeah. Thing. And it has the potential of Adam Page, who I think is the one that will really be the star out of the hall of this. But um...
4: I, yeah, I know we're coming to it. We we have a section for it. But and even going back to Wrestle Kingdom, I and the booking and. I, I don't even argue with the booking. Like, the booking had to be the booking. Now, you could argue that certain titles didn't have to change. You, know, you mean a, all of the titles when they changed? Uh, what was it, eight title changes? Yeah, all, yeah. every
3: title changed, it, hands.
4: It didn't need to do all of them. So you could say from, from a purely critical point of view, so okay, well, the the heavyweight tags didn't need to change, or the junior titles didn't need to change, or the never open weight didn't need to change that's all arbitrary you can make cases for either side however obviously the the elite boys all having to lose okay fair enough that's that was decided in advance but it was how the matches were played out the timing of the matches and to a large degree there was no build-up within the matches it was one shot finish which I know you you kind of you like Whereas when Switchblade got his finisher on Okada, I was like, okay, he's kicking out of this one. He didn't kick out? What?
3: Clean as a whistle. What? He beat Okada clean. Yeah, no I, I don't
4: mind him beating him clean, but yeah. one shot finish on Okada. Mm, That's like the one that.
3: I agree with you on. We, we basically agree on this. There's just small little uh, details in it. As, as I was saying, I like shorter matches, especially in New Japan where you have these epics and sometimes they're too long. Um, in my opinion. Um, But yeah, I like to see a show that the finishers matter in. I don't like to see eight kickouts of, you know, I see Destino, I think is the worst offender of it all. He (laughs) first off, it takes him four, (laughs) it takes Night four or five goals to actually hit it. And then when he does, it's kicked out of three times. (laughs) You're like, which one is the true Destino? Like, I mean, Mm. I never know. Maybe I'm talking myself into it a little bit where you never know which one is the finish with the destino i never maybe that's his way of doing it i don't know to overdo it beyond belief uh that's the,
4: kind of tied in with the rainmaker
3: yeah the rainmaker like that, kind that of wears be you down deep. isn't it it's yeah it's risk control it's more the <laughs> yeah it's more yeah him hitting three in a row or him doing the jumping twisting falcon, tombstone well, that's the
4: thing. thing like they a finisher isn't the same for every person so to assume everyone's finisher should finish a match even though, logically, the name suggests it should.
3: (laughs) Look at him talking himself out of it. I know, I'm coming around to it. crew move.
4: (laughs) Yeah, but no, like a finisher doesn't have to finish the match because then everyone has one move that if they hit it, the game is over. I don't like that. I know people will disagree with it. I know some people will agree with it, and that's fine. Everyone is an asshole. They're entitled to their opinion. But I think... Having the mix of finishers for different people is a good idea because the likes of Okada has to power up his Rainmaker two or three times to knock someone off. There you go, Steve. One for Dick you. <laughs> um, or you have someone like Kenny Omega with the one-winged angel, which absolutely kills someone one shot. Kill. I love the fact that you, you have that different dynamics. And even in the, the Omega-Okada uh, matches, the contrast between the two finishers was an added aspect for me.
3: That was the, exactly what I was thinking. That was the, one of the beautiful parts about those matches. Okada was going to need three or four rainmakers, and Kenny was going to need one. One. Yeah, I that need one be. shot. Exactly,
4: yeah. and that's why I love the fact that not everyone has to have a one shot kill. Yeah, but, but on this card, we'll say 75 bring... percent of this card had a one shot kill, which, which in my mind was too much.
3: It was a change of pace, at least. But they were seem to until... be they were until... rattling along through those matches.
4: Was it until Jericho kicked out at the first Destino it was the first time there was a false finish?
3: Possibly. I think so. Which, by the way, was the match of the night. Don't at me. Yeah. No, I actually. It agree was. With you. Okay. I thought I was going to be at it severely there. No, no. We were only actually at the human Kenny onion. was great.
1: <laughs> Don't you fucking dare at me. Don't worry, at have the my human moment. onion on I blocked, Twitter, people. I blocked you the other day, Fitz. Remember that?
4: <laughs> yeah. And then you had to unblock me or you were going to walk home. <laughs>
1: Man, I would have walked around the corner from headquarters to the bus stop, but even you that was too Back
4: down, fucking quicker than Donald Trump fucking puts up a wall.
3: How could you walk after a meeting
1: of that size? He was wanting to make me. He was want to make me walk after him adding me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you haven't refollowed really me either, by the way, dickhead. How how are you going to see all my lovely tweets about football, etc.?
4: <laughs> well, um, I didn't unfollow you, so why would I re-add you?
1: Because I blocked you for being a dickhole.
4: Yeah, well, that's your fault, isn't it?
3: <laughs> uh, at the human onion.
1: Well done. At fuck off. Uh,
3: the <laughs> biggest at thing. Gordo's mammy. Sorry. The biggest on. thing was uh, I think the spot of the night was how God is <laughs> Everyone <laughs> lost their shit. I
4: can't believe the crowd went wild
3: on the big screen and all
4: that was amazing
3: the pop the genuine pop in the Tokyo Dome was amazing to see him just rip off the thing he was all he was the Rainmaker he was no more weird midlife crisis Okada it was just Rainmaker one shot kill one shot kill so even the Rainmaker couldn't beat Jay White and this is a guy this is this guy's getting pushed beyond belief if this was in WWE he'd be getting booed like fuck yeah um but anyways, the so the video went around where they someone had edited the video of was it England scoring against Sweden in the World Cup and a pub exploding, it was some football game anyway. So someone had edited it in with the Okada shorts thing or trunks thing, and the crowd goes wild. And then all these websites, all these well, I won't say respected news sources, but all these wrestling websites posted it with Big their Dave. clickbait. That was the thing. Clickbait articles to this thing. Uh, sports Bar loses mind. And then Dave Meltzer tweets about it and says, uh, closed circuit screening of Wrestle Kingdom. You're like, no, Dave, delete. It's, it's a
1: football match, lad.
3: Every reply was Matt Hardy doing, delete, delete. Ah, <laughs> oh, he, oh, Meltzer, you silly, silly man. Be he's fair, great.
1: But... He's probably busy enough at the moment that he just saw it all and was like, "Holy shit, this is pretty incredible." Possibly, yeah. Probably didn't uh, have time to fact check it for the week that's in it. He's a busy man these days.
3: Possibly, and I like Meltzer. I'm not shitting on Meltzer. I like him. Speaking of which, did the ratings come out yet, or did his star uh, ratings?
1: Actually, haven't checked them. Uh, I'm sure start for time.
4: Use... Usually Friday, I think. Is it okay?
1: Oh, it is usually, yeah. I'll be tomorrow, so. He's probably busy reporting on the uh, other news from this week as well, yes, anyway.
3: he's getting well paid to do so, I believe. Um, being, being the elite, elite paid, Equally paid. Equally paid. Uh, yeah. Being the elite, Marty fucking girl. That was hilarious.
1: Oscar winner, right oh, there. Oh, that was so
3: funny. I know people don't like him, but some people don't like him, but. He was, this was so fucking, what was the line? Kenny, you got to start drinking alcohol, man. Your matches will get worse like mine, but you'll have a great fucking time at night. (laughs) So that's Marty and Kenny having the uh, unconventional New Year's Day party. But it all comes out with, uh, Marty's left behind, basically. All the boys are going off to either AEW or WWE, depending on what you believe. Um, But they did, I love the thing at the end where they did the cheers ending with Sam in the bar. And he's like, the luckiest man in the world. Sorry, we're closed. It was great, but you had the thing at the end with uh, Kenny's phone as well, doing the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Marty, Marty was great. The Marty show.
4: In the last three weeks, they've had their two best episodes.
3: It is a very good show. It's, it's appointment viewing for me anyway. Like,
4: like I'm not even going to lie. Like, if they were to do a weekly TV show for AEW, I would happily sit down and watch a 20 minute segment as part of that TV show for being the
3: elite because it could be good and not so Alexa Bliss you get a new TV
1: show on this TV show
2: mm-hmm.
3: yo dog I hear you like
1: TV shows
3: <laughs> we just put a TV show in your TV show
1: so you can watch a TV show while you're watching a TV show
3: <laughs> and so th- this all led up to you know they had the jokes about them all you know I can't believe they booked us all to lose <laughs> don't worry Kenny's got this um, like uh, pay Adam Page Consoling Cody Don't worry bro You did the honours On your way out <laughs> <laughs> Um But Kenny Is the story Where well, he did it last year He did it the year before Where No oh, he's not signing A new contract And he always signs A new contract mm. So Does he stay With New Japan Or does he go to AW Or does he take Does he uh, See Vince McMahon's Giant money dick slapped down on the table and think twenty-three million dollars sounds good to me, reportedly.
1: Uh, I you see the stay with New Japan thing is technically partly dependent on AEW as well, insofar as if he was to go to AEW, there's a really good chance that New Japan are gonna fucking throw that Ring of Honor deal out the window after Mania Weekend and side so, and side with AEW, which means they'll get Kenny back.
3: But my whole thing with this AEW thing as well, they, Cody and all them with their bullshit about all oh, people should be able to work everywhere. I don't want to be locked into one deal. And they're going to turn around and fucking screw over Ring of Honor with mm-hmm. this stuff. That that sticks in my throat. I don't like that. But anyway, sorry.
1: You're talking to people who got in bed with Scamcast.
3: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get to him, lads. I'm going to be at it mm-hmm. a lot for my comments. Well, uh... Not by ye. But... Um...
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I part of me still thinks he's going to WWE. At the same time, I that won't mean he'll be in the Rumble because he's signed till the end of January. So. Unless he can strike some sort of deal to get himself out of his contract a week early He's not in that rumble Despite what anyone is saying on Twitter
3: How did AJ get into the rumble? Did his deal just end at Wrestle Kingdom or... His was, he Year's was t-
1: He was signed up to New Year's Dash And that was... Okay Or like throughout the week of
3: Why the hell did Kenny sign a deal until the 31st of January then?
1: Because he was late He was late signing it Ah He, he was out of contract for a couple off. of weeks Yeah, yeah.
3: And it was telling that he signed that his last two deals have been one-year deals. I always thought that was telling that he is planning his way out. Yeah, he, I mean, He's uh, just
4: keeping his options open.
3: Mm, yeah, true. Yeah, true. He is getting on as well, but so that's what makes me think. And Gordo's kind of having what I'm having that he could. I think he could actually be going to WWE. And in my head, the least likely option here is him going to AEW. I don't know why, but for some reason, I think that's the bottom. In terms of that's the last thing he'll do.
1: I don't see him taking if don't see him taking if this twenty three million five year deal is what's apparently on the table. I don't see him taking five years. Mm. I would see him going three years or less. At the end of the day, he's, what thirty five now. If he takes a three year deal, yeah. But if shit, wor- if shit, but if shit works out, they're going to, and it works out to the extent that he gets a chance to show what he can do. He'll be worth a hell of a lot more than the five odd million a year or four and a bit million a year
3: and if AEW are still around after that two or three years he goes Day. there he goes there and he's a megastar they'd be like AJ going to AEW now that's a exactly. huge deal
1: like which could happen he we hasn't know. he hasn't resigned yet
3: i couldn't see it
4: no i'd be more confident of Kenny going to AEW than i would be of uh, AJ ever leaving WWE
1: depends on the schedule though yeah aj he wants won't.
3: to reduce schedule he, he, he angled
1: for the title to be taken off him as well yeah, he wanted the title off, but he wants the Orton schedule.
3: Hmm. Which fits hand in hand. If you've got the belt, you've got to do all the yeah. house shows, regardless. So, so he. Except unless your name is Brock Lesnar.
1: In which case, you can show up and just walk a lap of the ring. No. When, when Braun Strowman struggles to the teleprompter that's not there. Save it for oh the. We'll, we
3: have an announcement later, a very important Uh, A year-defining announcement to
1: make later. Oh, yes, yes. It's
3: going to change the way we do podcasts.
1: We're changing the landscape. We're changing the universe. Yep. Changing the
3: universe. Baby! Alpha!
1: Alpha! (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: That was surprisingly (laughs) good. (laughs) (laughs) You are here tonight, baby! Ah, he ruined it. (laughs) Ah, well. Alpha. shot for the moon. Shot for the universe. Alpha.
4: And you landed in Balaná.
3: Alpha. Um <laughs> Naito, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> God, I love that match. I really did. Really, really did. Uh, what were we talking about? Kenny Omega. He's a wrestler. He might be <laughs> wrestling other places. Where do That's- you want him to go, Fitz?
4: Um, I would love, and I think has touched on it there, Like, a, optimum situation for me is he signs a partnership with AEW New Japan. I think for him personally, his style, his ability, his creative nuance, I think it would be a disaster if he signs for WWE.
3: That or, well, do you know what? Raw this week happened. So up (laughs) until then, I was hopeful that maybe they're listening. Now we know they're not. New era. Uh, New era. The new, new, new era. looks a lot like the last six eras. But uh, I was hopeful maybe they're like, you know what? We're changing things slightly. Uh, we've got Kenny Omega coming to Raw. Whatever way you get the belt off Brock, you get it off Brock. you got Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega, Ambrose, Balor, Drew McIntyre, that kind of a You could have serious matches there. And then you put the focus a little bit more on the in-ring. And Kenny is the new... He, Roman Reigns' spot is vacant. Nobody has filmed it yet, which is fucking amazing to me that they haven't moved someone like AJ over or boosted Rollins up. They just went with the safe option and gave it to Brock. So Fitz could be right in the hole. It could be a disaster that Kenny goes there. But I still want to see Kenny there. I don't know if it's now. You nowadays. want
4: to see him there so he can be in a fucking main event feud with Jinder Mahal. That's my fucking problem. And I don't I want... mean main event is in main event of a pay-per-view. I mean main yeah. event is in the Saturday morning TV show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's the greatest guy from Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I want to see more Kenny Omega and I'd like to see what he could do. In WWE, however, does the shine come off the apple when you're seeing him every week and two pay-per-views a month and a watered-down style? Just and Nakamura, uh, can you see, yeah, can you see Kenny Omega doing uh, or selling a headlock going into break as Raw continues? Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make it. He, he's more of a there's more of a sports feel, but what he does, I will say this:
1: the saving point uh, of this is potentially the Fox deal. I'm putting a lot of stock in this Fox deal over the last couple of weeks. I'll admit that. It's the great white hope. But at the end of the day, they're wanting this to be a more serious kind of fight-based attitude. That's not going to be headlocks. That's going to be like the tag match that was on SmackDown this week, which was a really good tag match between uh, Ali and Mysterio against Almas and Joe. I
4: talking about the actual tag match.
1: That was a good match as well. But even the 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 opening tag match was I thought was a fantastic match. That it's going to be more of that sort of stuff is what Fox are going to want, because they're forking out the big money for this. So if he was going to SmackDown long run, which is what is potentially going to become the A show, there is more hope for him to be able to showcase what he does. Whereas if he ends up on Raw, we're getting Kenny Omega and fucking Ember Moon against Mahalisha in the Mixed Match Challenge next year.
3: And the week after he appears on a, an Alexa Bliss talking segment.
1: Yeah. <sighs>
3: Just, I, I like, it. people, I don't know if people are talking about this. Maybe Kenny really, he likes Japan. He The people, he likes the culture, he likes everything about it. Leave him be. If he wants to stay there, fucking leave him. Yeah. Do you know, like 23 million dollars.
4: Oh, well, to be fair, look, at you'd run over your granny with a fucking Fiat Punto yeah. for that oh, sort of money.
3: I just so, Even for him, though, I just like, I like the guy. Take the money. Stop dropping on your head. Take the money and run. But
4: Money isn't everything, man. I know, but it and is. And I'm sure he's not fucking living <laughs> on the poverty line in Japan either. No,
3: no, to be fair. I wonder what he makes and, and Okada made during his run. I wonder what kind of money they're making. It never really comes out, does it?
1: They're making Britt Baker money.
3: Brent Baker money, which is uh, also Chris Jericho money. It's the same thing. (laughs) Um, Do you want to go there then? The AEW rally. Um, Oh, boy. Don't at me. Okay. I'm going to say things that I feel as well. And there's other people out there. So I'm just going to say it and see what we'll see where we land with the conversation. But Hit for me
4: billion... with a little ghetto gospel. <laughs> you no know uh, wish
1: to follow me.
4: <laughs> My ghetto gospel.
1: <laughs> Please stop.
3: <laughs> um uh, I forgot very... makes you uncomfortable. No, no, I like, I like um, <laughs> it. But very poor production values and turnout. There's what, 200 people they reckon, maybe slightly more. Um, and it's not. The production value you'd expect from billionaire Premier League and NFL owners.
1: It's Fulham though.
3: <laughs> He's still worth seven billion dollars.
1: They're not with the Premiership. He's gonna to have to invest around about a billion of that just to get <laughs> themselves out of russian relegations. Only. It's it?
3: true. Yeah. He wants to compete with Wolves. You know. Hey, fuck um, off. <laughs> um, but like, they didn't mic the crowd. I think is unforgivable
1: uh Absolutely. uh matt jackson acknowledged that on twitter today did he yeah yeah he put out something that was um i think it was something to do with a story from a couple of years ago where basically he couldn't even afford like a two dollar burger in the airport and nick had to pay for it for him and he had nearly a mini breakdown and broke down in tears in the middle of the airport and it was kind of like the moment where he said okay i either have to make this work or i need to make big changes so someone shared that or whatever and he retweeted and basically saying uh he's like I actually had a thought about this moment just before i went out whatever uh, exciting things in the future and a fan actually wrote back saying like hey man look it really would have helped if you'd mic the crowd people would have really gotten a sense of what the atmosphere was like and he's like oh yeah cool he's like look t- thanks for the feedback we'll take it on board whatever and he was like look i'm not trying to be a dick he's like it just i could tell that people were hyped for it. it just didn't really come across properly and he's like no no he's like you weren't She's like it's it's cool he's like we're happy for any feedback we can get he's like it was a good atmosphere that i hope you enjoyed the journey or something like that so he did acknowledge it like
3: it didn't come across that way though no it it looked like a load of lads just in a park drinking cans essentially to me it was just they had pyro and everything but they didn't put a sheet behind them or they didn't light the stage or you know there was weird little things and this is an nfl stadium So I'm assuming, you know, the tailgate parties they do and NBC are outside talking to fans and all this shit and sometimes they have the fan zones out there. So they're used to having these big productions outside the ground. Yeah. So where was it for this new venture? And first impressions are everything, and this was not a good first impression to me.
4: Well, look at the...
3: You have to give them time. I do, but that's... it To me, look... Smackdown was on. There was 10,000 people or whatever amount of people down the road at Smackdown and they got 200 people. Wow, that Smackdown was
4: starting for an extra three hours after this.
3: True, and... but they're in the around the area. They're in bars. They're in restaurants. They, you know, they, they couldn't get more than 200 people from a wrestling event. Yeah,
1: But that's because everyone was busy plotting how to take over Smackdown and get thrown out of the arena. <laughs> I
3: see. You're taking shits on the floor. <laughs> yeah,
1: I take the shit on the floor. <laughs> Fuck's sake, people. That, um...
3: Shit on the floor. That is a concern to me and it kind of confirmed a lot of my fears with it that it's not going to be as big as these guys think it is
1: Jacksonville is not a great market for wrestling though in general true but even WWE never get big turnouts on it that's part of the reason why I know, even I think Cody even said it when he was asked about the about the reports of fans being turned away I'm pretty sure he acknowledged himself he's like they see this as a soft town where they don't fill it out he's like if they're turning people away he's like they're they're crazy for turning people away cause the place is going to be half empty So I think if it's that well known that it's it's a soft town where Mm -hmm. there's not going to be a massive crowd, it's not going to be overly smirky either, which means that's probably played into it in part. Mm. Uh,
3: Yeah, it seems like a lot of little snafus here that just came across poorly. Not making the crowd as amateur hour to me. I don't know. Considering so, how poor Raw was last night, the night before.
1: Yeah, but they were cutting costs as well because they need to subsidize Vegas hotels for Starcast too.
3: <laughs> yeah, well they have got to pay that Brit Baker money for stuff. So, uh, I was thinking they should have just called an audible. Go into the stadium, go into a conference room, or go into one of those big corporate boxes. Delay the stream if needs be, because first impressions are everything. Now you wouldn't be able to use Pyro, or you could, and it'd be an unbelievable stream. <laughs> 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 the Jacksonville Jaguar stadium is on fire.
1: Joe Ganzel is in his elements.
3: Chris Jericho is putting the fire out with a chair on Hangman Page. Baby, baby, Nido, huh? <laughs> um, they uh, Conrad showed up, and immediately the warning signs are out. <laughs> why is Conrad here? What? What? Why is he here? Also, he was bigger than all the wrestlers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just, I can't say that, I'm bigger than most of them. So,
3: no, but even height wise, like he, oh, yeah. he was, he's guys, but he's a huge guy, uh, and he's standing beside Joey Janela, who looks like he hasn't trained in ten years. <laughs> he has yeah, been injured. It's true. It's true. Um,
1: yeah. What did you make of it overall, Gordo? Um, it was grand. It was. I think there wasn't any massive surprises coming out of it I mean, no. we pretty much figured that Conrad was somehow going to be involved He's good friends with Cody A lot of the talent announcements made sense I mean, I don't think There was obviously one that surprised everyone, I think Which was Pac I think that was the, yeah. the one that really surprised everyone Where he showed up in his gear, ready to fight <laughs> um, get that. There's another thing Why didn't they have a wrestling match there?
3: I'm well, set up a ring.
1: They don't the own one yet. Too. Too I was going to say, <laughs>
3: They're
0: not they a company yet. Sold all turnbuckle covers. <laughs>
3: oh, <yeah. laughs> Sitting there, shit. <laughs> Why did Conrad make us sell all those turnbuckle covers for thousands of dollars? Um, um,
4: it'll be interesting to see who they get for their card
3: in May. Yeah. I've just been sent a picture of the empty hat. <laughs> there is nobody there. I'll send it on
1: to you. Oh, my
3: God. Who are they playing tonight? Burton in the FA Cup or the Carling Cup?
1: Carling Cup semi-final, yeah. Oh, it's bad. Although I still think it's in their their stadium in uh, Scotland called the Tony Macaroni Arena. And (laughs) and it's been nicknamed the Spaghetti (laughs) Hat.
3: Nice. I sent it on to the group chat there. Uh, To be
4: fair, I can't really blame them for this.
3: Yeah. um, But, yeah, so the talent announced um, MGF. kind of no surprise. Um, Britt Baker, Joey Janella, Pac Jericho and of course SCU and
1: SCU, all the being
3: like guys uh, Billy Gunn's a producer which I was shocked at, I thought he still worked for the PC
1: but, no he, after all the steroid stuff, he got let go oh really, ok, yeah he was caught doing steroids at a bodybuilding show or not a bodybuilding show, well some one of them generic look at me biceps kind of shows ok, um, and after it's that WWE Yeah, that's
3: true yeah Uh, I forgot about that Yeah, Cody mentioned um, he says all the wrestlers are the lowest paid sports stars and AEW will change that Uh, the fans won't be forced to boo or cheer people they don't want to and women will make I think Brandy said this Uh, women will make the same amount as men toss that hot potato over to you Gordo Uh,
1: to that I will declare bollocks yeah. Um, just this, this in, in, will this in having, no way, Chris Jericho
3: making uh, same money as Britt Baker who'll open the show in a seven minute match, yeah. Well, no, it's what are
1: you no, they pretty much confirmed it's going to be like nearly on a tier thing. So, at the end of the day, if yeah. you're a main eventer, you'll get paid main event money, regardless of gender. If you're a jobber, you'll get 50 quid and a tenner phone credit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> regardless, are you of gender. saying
3: that Britt Baker is not well known enough to main event. Double or nothing, is that what you're saying about this young woman? Yes, it'll, yes, you fucking <laughs> sexist, no
4: sexy. <laughs> <laughs> How
1: um,
3: dare you, Gordo? If you put that on Twitter, we'd be taken off.
1: We, we, we all know the pack versus hangman pages main event in that, or Not the books, the books putting themselves over in a fucking tag match, um, <laughs> or Cody putting himself over, <laughs> Cody's got to be man. back. <laughs> Well, yeah, they, they made they pretty much made that match for themselves yesterday of pack versus hangman and i think yeah. they're nuts if they don't have that be the main event for it that'd be a great match but yeah it's this whole thing so it, it is going to be done in such a way that it's regardless of your gender whatever level you're at basically is going to be what you get paid now i still declare a little bit of bollocks to that as well insofar as it comes down like how's it going to be bidding wars for talent if they say we we see you as a main, are we see you as a mid card guy? You're only going to win. with say our TV title. I don't know what mid card title we're going to have. We see you as a mid card guy. That means you're only going to get this mid card money. This is what we're going to offer you. WWE the... come in and offer him five grand more.
4: Hey.
3: Yeah. Is there you? You're going to work main event and superstars. Here's ten grand, five grand more. Yeah.
1: Okay. See you later. Yeah. You know it's. I,
3: often it's going to be like the Harry Kane at Tottenham situation thing? they're going to keep giving them new deals so if you started to get really over and everything was great you go oh well now I'm an upper mid-carder I want, upper car- I want to be in the upper mid carter tier and then oh yeah. well I'm way over I'm it's, way more over than Pac who's the champion I want his money it's, it's like someone is,
1: it's like they think that running a show is like a game of EWR
3: yeah or UFC contracts yeah. there's your six fight deal at uh, 20 over 20 and then you move up to 100 over 100 and then it goes all the way up
1: yeah, and I that's what, don't get me wrong. I don't I, wrong, I, I'm all for people getting paid. Everyone get paid exactly by
3: this money, Mark.
1: They will get paid, <laughs> they will and they'll get paid. And it's good that uh, can't remember which one of the cans one of the two of them. I think it was Tony, because uh, I know the, the uh, the father did do an interview as well. Ran, Tony, good old Tony. We love Tony, I really like Tony. Um, <laughs> but he came out and basically said that the, pl- the plan is one day to obviously have all their talent as proper official employees at the company uh, they're trying to sort out the medical side of things to make sure they're all covered, Cody's come out and said anyone that's hurt in their ring will be covered so they're they're taking care of people if they're going down that route, that's a game changer for the industry WWE don't do that shit that's, that's huge
3: It's amazing to think that indie promoters will pay travel for people sometimes. And then someone like Xavier Woods or, you know, whoever, Randy Orton, still paying for all their flights and hotels, unless they're going overseas. It's madness. It's absolute madness.
1: Yeah. So it's certain things they're doing. I'm all on board with. I think they're going to really change the universe. Thank you, Jericho. But at the the same time that I I will admit, I rolled my eyes at the whole, you know, men and women will be paid equal. No, each person is going to be paid what they're worth.
3: Yes, because if all of a sudden Becky Lynch became a free agent, then you're like, okay, well, she's going to make way more than MJF. She can't make the same money as MJF. I'm sorry. And it'd be the same thing as Jericho and Britt Baker. It's the same thing. You you pay what you draw. You pay on your power. Who do you want to see in this match? Well, I want to see a main event of Charlotte against Becky. They're signed to AEW. Perfect. I don't want to see MJF against Frankie Kazarian. But why are they have more money?
4: It, I it, think what you're going to see is a fairly tactically shrewd contract proposal insofar as that you're going to have a fairly low-key base salary figure, which will be assigned to whatever tier you want to be attributed to. However, on top of that, you're going to have performance-based pay levels. So that, okay, if you main event a show... Here's your main event bonus. If you're opening match, here's your opening match bonus. So regardless of what you do on a night, you're getting 10 grand for that month. Okay, use that as your base figure. So pack gets 10 grand. Pang- Hangman gets 10 grand. If they're in the main event of that pay-per-view, there's an extra 5 grand. If you're the opening match, you get an extra 1 grand. Yeah. It, you know, you have that's the really that's the fairest way you're going to be able to do it. So that, okay, your base salary, you're getting the same, but you can't come at me, and you cannot at me on Twitter, Gordo. That's okay. If you're main eventing, or if you're opening the show, we're going to promote and we're going to pay the person who main events a bonus that's higher than the opening. So...
3: Brit Baker and Jericho make four hundred dollars a show, right? But Brit <laughs> Baker opens the show, and she she gets her money at four hundred, and Jericho gets an extra thirty grand for main event in the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's more realistic.
4: But there's the, there's areas you can explore within that sort of a structure, yeah. which you can make it absolutely fair, while still promoting equality, but also making sure that your highest level talent gets the absolute best deal that they can get.
3: But is it just a nice little thing to throw out there to make the... Oh, it's absolute buzz. Like, it's the clapping, absolute marketing. Clapping seals to Philanthropy to is the new marketing. Yes. Like, there was, there a, was, lot a, there was a lot of Stephanie here, I thought. There,
4: there was a lot of that. Like, even promoting the the, the show following Vegas, being in Jacksonville, and a large, pro, large proportion of the proceeds going to victims of gun violence. There's a, a degree of pandering to the crowd going on but again, when you're starting up a company, there are elements like that that you have to go through, like yeah.
3: micing the
1: crowd. God, God loves God loves setting up a new wrestling promotion on the back of a charity show.
4: Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're not setting it up. It's a third show, Gordo. They're not. I like know. those Cowboys up in Dublin, huh?
1: I know. I only saw, I saw someone tweet in the last yeah, night. cameraman, wasn't The cameraman, Matt Macklin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I just remember seeing someone tweeting it, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I get that reference.
3: Yeah, I saw come across our feed, actually. The most interesting one of all of it, which I wonder how that's going to work, or how if they'll stick to it for long, that, uh, believe it or not, wins and losses will matter. Oh, I loved it. Is it. what Didn't TNA try this before with an MMA style? The
1: power rankings.
4: Yeah. That was fantastic.
3: But how did it end, like? I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not going to remember. But uh, I'll be interested to see how that goes. Like, does that give you... How will Pac beat this guy and he beat that guy on the way? He's, got, he's in line for a title shot or, you know, that sort of thing. It must be something to do with that. Well,
4: remember not... when WWE brought out their um, ranking list there last year? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, that was a fucking one-hit wonder anyway, if I ever saw one. They
3: talked about it for two weeks and then dropped it. Yes. Yeah. Storylines continued to play out. That... Yeah started based
4: on it, and i said it at that time that you would the tna system from back in the day was fantastic so you have your champion you have your number one contender and then you have a list of other guys below in a rank and that you can have matches against each other which actually means something so if you're number 10 on the list of champions or the list of contenders you know you've got to beat nine other guys to jump that list or if you beat the number one contender you could take his spot you know Justifiably, any match between any of these 10 guys means something as opposed to another fucking shield bar division that lasts
3: 24 years. I have nightmares about the shield bar division, yeah. Um, and then there was the interesting thing where SmackDown's taping or live broadcast, uh, down five minutes down the road, there was a couple of people that went in and were refused access because they were wearing AEW merch. Uh, a company that doesn't exist is always quite funny. Uh, her company that hasn't run shows yet or whatever, and being turned away. Now, I call yeah. bullshit on some of it because how did they get back into the stadium with a used ticket? I don't know if you've ever been to one of these things where they scan the ticket in or whatever, and yeah. once it's scanned, it's scanned. I don't know how you get in and out and then back in again. I don't yeah. know how that works.
1: Well, we all know what the real story was. <laughs> the real story was someone took a shit in the middle of the floor. <laughs>
3: Uh, one of the stories was the Pro Wrestling tea staff were being disruptive and they were the ones that were getting kicked out. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful mentioned that people who were in the front row of the cam side wearing AEW merch or Cody merch or Bucks merch, whatever, were given free
1: WWE merch to wear over it. Yeah, and, they were, and and one or two of them said they didn't want it, and then they were told, okay, well, it's either that or turn your t-shirt inside out. So a couple of them were wearing inside out AEW t-shirts.
4: Yeah. <laughs> were they actually?
3: Yeah, yeah, apparently that's the story. They No, SmackDown opened in the concession stand with, with Brian, so I can see why they wouldn't, wouldn't want load of neckbeards with their AEW merch on the screen, you know? Mm-hmm.
4: Um, like, I can understand from WWE's perspective. Yeah. You know, and it's something that they've actually been fairly lenient towards over the last few years with the amount of Bullet Club, Kenny Omega t-shirts, Bucks t-shirts. You know, like, if you're a fan and you want to go to a WWE show, but you want to wear an indie shirt, fine. But if you're going to a WWE show and you want to wear a shirt of an upstart promotion, which could potentially cause problems down the line to WWE, you're being a bit of a dick.
3: Nail on the head. You don't see anyone in the front row wearing a TNA Impact t-shirt. You know, from various reasons, but it doesn't happen. Say, if
1: if they did, they wouldn't give a shit now. Yeah, they wouldn't. <laughs> but
3: say, you wouldn't see someone with the big Lion logo, the New Japan logo, big logo on his chest in the heart cam. Wouldn't happen. Yeah. No. They'll, they'll be fine with the odd American Nightmare or Bullet Club t-shirts there and there. But when you're coming in with a logo for a rival promotion, they're I think they're well within the right time to, to get fucked.
4: Yeah, it's the same as if you're going to a, a Premier League football match. If you're going to Old Trafford to support United, uh, but you're a Liverpool fan, and you go into the home section wearing your Liverpool jersey, you're going to get killed.
3: Natural selection takes course there. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> but that's what I mean. You, you, know, they're, they're, you, you have to think these things through. And as much as you want to say, oh, this is America, I can do what I want. <laughs> is this not America?
1: this is America? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Randy Marsh, you cannot go where you want and do what you want when you want to do it. That's not how civilization works.
1: But is this you... not America?
4: No, <laughs> this is America.
3: Do you reckon it was a slight marketing pivot where they're like, hey, um, there's mixed opinions on this thing. Go down to SmackDown. Here's some merch. Calls a scene. Get people riled up on Twitter. I mean, that I, was there was there was more newsworthy. Well, not more newsworthy, but just as newsworthy that there was an issue at the SmackDown gates.
1: Twitter was as busy, if not busier, yeah. Over the first five ten minutes, where people were being let into SmackDown that I saw during that rally.
3: Yeah, and they were talking about how great it was that a hundred thousand people viewing on various platforms. There was fifty odd on YouTube, I think. At peak you day. can pad that. You can. You make phone calls to certain places that'll sort that out for you pretty quick. Um, That's podcast one, they know how to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's the... I'm left a little... I don't know. I like the idea, I want it to do well but I'm not blown away by the talent reveals or the, the first impressions with me or everything and it's got off to a bad start. I think. Well, I wanted to do well. I like all, all the looks, guys, Steve. You're all about looks. That's you're me. not about substance. You're
4: <clears throat> That's very me, me sitting in here
3: with my free work Mortal Kombat t-shirt on, <laughs> <laughs> which I have three of. Oh, I but, yeah, you. I just I rotate them throughout the week. Fuck.
4: No, definitely. You're, you're right, though. It would have been far more impressive had they had a more professional opening saga to their existence with good quality mics and production values and yeah, a decent host and some better, um, more even a more structured setup. Yeah. You know, it was very haphazard. You know, the SCU opened the show, and then it was Cody and the Bucks, and then it was Brandy, then it was Paige, and it was the Bucks and Cody again, then it was Jericho. There was no flow to it.
3: No, it was all over the shop. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, the, to be
4: fair, like, I'm not fucking blowing smoke up my own ass, but I could have done a better job after fucking twenty Tonys than that. Like
3: you could have, um, you could have done that whole thing in ten minutes on YouTube. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what's happening: fireworks, good night. Mm-hmm. Here's Pac. Here's Jericho. Talk to you later. Ads. Yeah. And the first yeah.
4: announcement yeah. was a non-announcement because no one knew what he was talking about. I missed the partnership with the Chinese company.
3: Oh yeah, which I did look into. Rory sent me a link of one of the guys. He his gimmick is oh maybe he's not a gimmick, maybe he is one. (laughs) He's a Shaolin monk, and he's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll try and find it and I'll send it on to you. The guy is freakish. I think he'll be huge.
4: Send it on the old uh, Twitter. I'll find
3: it if Rory still has it here somewhere. But he, I think he could be huge. But yeah, I have no idea who these people are. (laughs)
4: Yeah, like Matt was hyping up his first major announcement from AEW. And nobody had heard of the promotion. Nobody had heard that there was even wrestling in China.
1: Yeah. Even he seemed deflated by it. <laughs> yeah,
4: like, yeah. Fair enough, you want to make that announcement. But, like, structure your announcement so that you're wowing people. The first announcement should have been Jericho. That would have really set the bar high. Then you could have had Pac. Then you could have MJF. Then you could have Joey Janela. Then you could have the Chinese boys.
1: Also, were Janela and Penelope Ford not broken up? Or are they working it? must have worked it. Um, well, she had her at... tryout. She had a yeah. tryout like a month or two ago. Uh,
3: did you see the thing I just sent to you? That well, was for the listeners. Sign him up. Sign him up. He's amazing. So yeah. we'll get back to the start of it. I think he's about to... i uh, my thing here. But basically at the start, he's sitting on the ground. He's doing the kind of uh, a pose and the guy throws a punch in him, but he heads but he physically moves forward and headbutts the guy's fist <laughs> and the other guy and the guy's fist is in pain uh all sorts of forearms headbutts he's doing he's walking the line the undertaker spot but turns it into hurricane rana uh, and then a mad massive dive outside with about four flips in the ring into it
1: but revival wasn't like this guy no no no
3: uh Cornette would have a fucking cornery when he sees him but <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't feel like Cornet is not gonna watch much of this show.
3: No, I don't think this is aimed at the Cornet market. Um yeah. More to be seen. Uh hopefully that there's a better job done of the next announcements or something, but
1: how quickly do you reckon they are on the phone to CM Punk?
3: I'd be surprised if they already haven't contacted him.
4: Oh man. In any capacity, bring that man in for just even a shred of legitimacy for the company. Think, and you have money behind him He would do it He would absolutely do it What
3: about if you, you get, let AJ leave the house And <laughs> He made that girl Just fucking leave her career aside Like let AJ wrestle Let AJ I go know. to fucking Let AJ
4: I know. go, I know. Let, AJ go. I know. let AJ go to AW I know. You're saying Punk. that girl has no free will
1: No It's fine she'll, she'll get Hangman Page money Punk is an
3: asshole <laughs> Let's wow. face it wow. Oh he is I'd more interested a... I'd be interested to see Punk do something, but I wonder how it'd go. I'm more interested in Kenny Omega, to be honest. But I want to see both. Point, why not both indeed? There's plenty of money going, apparently. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long it lasts where <laughs> this guy gets bled dry. All these wrestlers are working on work that fucking money out of him.
1: Depends depends if the father <laughs> changes his mind and wants to try buy Wembley again. That's the thing. What was Wembley going for? Uh, $1 billion, 750 million I think
3: That's uh, That's a lot of money Coming out of Burt Baker's End of year statement You know <laughs> It's <laughs> fine She'll
1: make up she make up for it Moonlighting as a dentist
3: <laughs> you, see, you can have another Two years on Burt Baker's contract Or you can own Wembley Oh fuck you Can I not have both um.
1: like, She's really really good And she cuts down On my dental plan <laughs> Dental plan MJF needs braces <laughs>
3: Oh god
1: Do you want to talk about Raw? No Well actually Fuck it Hang on Give me a sec
3: uh, Quick Tony oh, oh he's struggling Oh he's playing
0: to the crowd Oh he did it Oh. And there's a guy That we would be Deserving of a chance At your United States title. Let me tell you, me tell you what, Who deserves a shot At the United States Heavyweight here? I'm the champion I ought to know The one guy That stands out the most the guy that I think has earned a title shot. L Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring and you're a jam up guy. Whoa, I don't see any whoa. reason Wait a minute. L Dandy has been wrestling in, in in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler but my goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds different. Who difference. are you to to, to doubt L Dandy cuz this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, contenders. How about hypnosis? Let's get throw Psychosis. Players. Psychosis. Whatever,
3: whatever. He's a great wrestler. Same old shit.
4: Oh, sweet baby Jesus, we were all in the same boat with the expectation that the first live production after the reveal that they were now listening to fans and changing it up, we all had the hope that something new was coming. Yeah, and they more commercials us over that table and they fucked us in the ass. There oh. were
3: so many commercial breaks in that first hour. Yeah. It's untrue.
1: Mm -hmm. No we're the authority now apparently like we're running the show whatever fucker booked this at me (laughs) wow
4: (laughs) but where can we at you Gordo
1: they can at me at the human onion or at 2 bit wrestling I want to know which one of these fucking shams booked this shit show
4: what if it was your good buddy good pal road dog
1: he can fucking at me I've had many. I've had many a fucking war awards with him. Anyway, that's fine.
3: I must look up the ratings. I don't know if they've come out yet. Uh,
1: two point three two million viewers. I think.
3: Okay, so not less than two million. That's like what. Like that's what
1: Hogan and Cena, and Brock. Uh, yeah. Wait
3: till <sighs> next week. Next and not Tate. Yeah, next week. Yeah, as you said before, Steve. It's uh there's a delay on the ratings essentially that yep. people get pissed off about it? I'll st- I'll state it now. I think I'm done with Raw. I honestly don't think I can watch it anymore. I think I'm going to watch, I can watch clips of something as good. I'm going to go back to the way I used to do things when they lost mm-hmm. me years ago and NXT brought me back in. I don't care. I hate everyone on the show. I hate the commentary. I hate the way they do things. I hate the commercial breaks. Even if you watch it without the commercial breaks, it ruins matches. There's just yeah. this gap in a match where someone does a flip and then all of a sudden the person who did the flip is in a fucking headlock when you can back out of break. Every time.
4: I think it was you that made the point a few weeks ago when we were talking about what changes they could bring in. Make it so the ad breaks happen before and after matches. Give us a good 12 to 15 minute match. Not even a 10 to 12 minute match.
3: Even go shorter if you want. I'm good with it as long as I see the start. Middle and end of a match with no interruptions.
4: Now you could even break it up a little bit. You could have the entrances, then have an ad break, then have the match, the result and an ad break. That's the one biggest thing, and you absolutely hit the nail on the head with that one. That is absolute momentum killer, especially when we're living in this part of the world where we're not used to watching 17,000 ads in an hour-long show or a three-hour-long show. Oh, <coughs> man, it's so hard, 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, to sit there, watch five minutes of content, ad, watch five minutes of content, ad, watch five minutes of content, ad. It's a killer. Love and they do it for chicken
3: life and and
4: Just do $5 and get sport. a free
0: biscuit.
3: Yeah. I always Even- thought the Channel 4 coverage or BBC coverage of the Super Bowl, they have to go back to the, the the booth to the lads every 30 seconds. Yeah. Like literally every 30 seconds, they were like, well, what did you think of that snap there after what we talked about a minute ago? Well, he snapped it to the left this time. That fella fell. Uh, we're going <laughs> back to the action here. We go back to Chet blah, blah, blah and Tim B. And then thirty <laughs> seconds later, you go back again. Well, what did you think of that play? It's so.
1: Funny. I want I want us to do an alternate commentary on the Super Bowl this year as Jet whatever. And Jet blah blah, blah and ad. Tim bet Tim Be <laughs> I, I want that to be a thing. Corey Schneider Schmidt. Um... <laughs> ah, that's a sideline reporter.
3: Ah, I see. I uh, think that was circa. Knock no, off. Oh, she's uh, <laughs> Knockoff is still there instead of win. The crowd are still the crowd area of the building is still called the
1: universe. Will that change thanks to Jericho now? Change the universe. Who is no longer in the fucking opening credit roll? Alpha, yeah, he's Alpha. straight out of there. <laughs>
3: he's straight out of there. That was quick. And the moves are not being called. They're going to oh the the call during the tag team match. Oh the. Rude and Gable really look like tag teaming together again, don't they, Renee? Yes, Michael Cole. They're the tag team champions of the world. <laughs> like, it's just fucking frustrating. While we're talking about that match, can we just pause our hate
4: for a minute and just, you know, clap our hands and just show our appreciation
3: for hashtag #FTR? That was good. That was the, good. The trunks. I can't believe they got away with that. Forever the revival. That's all they know what means. Yeah. Um, the spot with Gable Getting thrown over the top ropes That spot he did Where rude, he runs that rude And he flips and legs up yeah. So crude There's a full pancake It's fantastic
1: uh, That was the end Of the good things of Raw yeah, I, I think you're probably amazed I actually watched Raw Because as you know I wasn't watching Raw Up to this point Um, I was just struggling To get asleep, And I was messaging me About certain things That I had seen Pop up on my phone And I was able to guess the finish of this, and I cried.
3: I don't get the angle here. They're getting sympathy on the heels because they're getting screwed out of the title wins. What's that going to do to the face, Roode and Gable?
1: Revival are a perfect example of a team that should not be face or heel. They just, should just be there to take on both sides of it, and we want to be yeah. the best.
3: But they're being, yeah. but they're losing matches via the nefarious means.
1: Yeah, so they are faced, yeah. but that's what yeah. I'm saying is it doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. make any sense at they all. It should be the Usos. Yeah, yeah. Prime. That's absolutely fucking perfect fit. Yeah, bang on. Um, yeah, I cried myself to sleep when I realized what happened.
3: <laughs> Gordo loves the revival a sickening amount. It's like me and Zack Ryder.
1: I. Just, that's not even the revival. Like, I, I will. I will explain this. It's not just my love of the revival. I love. I just love good tag team wrestling in general. I like. I mean DIY, I fucking loved DIY. I loved American Alpha. Even go back to the days of fucking TNA, get, like fucking America's most wanted, the original LAX, all that sort of shit. I just love tag, tag team wrestling is a completely different art form to singles wrestling to me. But the way it's all put together properly, uh there was much was it the revival against Enzo and Cass at like roadblock. A couple of years ago Where it was like a, It was a pay-per-view Like a month before Mania Where Am- everyone thought Ambrose would beat Triple H For the title Oh yeah Yeah There was a really good Revival versus end zone cast match On that Which had some spots That you'd never see anywhere Yeah I just love good tag wrestling And it's And nice. that,
3: end, that end zone cast Hot tag was a thing Of fucking beauty
1: just, it, was, it was Regardless of good. my own thoughts Of them Yeah yeah
3: It was just Yep And now they're both dead Both dead Yeah AEW. They won't touch either of them. They're too nicey nicey.
1: They won't touch them. Probably won't touch Loki. Yeah,
3: there'll be no faces and heels in AEW because then people will get upset. We can't except, be having that.
1: <laughs> except MJF because he's a cod.
3: But you think about it, everyone is going to be re- really easy to get heated if you're a heel at, at AEW because all the fans seem very snowflakey to me. Am I mad about this? You but they're like, like boy band fans.
4: Ah, no.
3: They I are. are
1: going I, find that, I find that disrespectful. Yeah, <laughs> okay, by West Westlife band.
3: <laughs> as in the stands. That's the way I get it. Uh,
1: no,
4: that's I'd the think vibe. I the get the opposite to the stands. Oh no! I think, I think the stands the are WWE exclusive.
3: No, you see some of the Bullet Club people are. I really think you're local.
4: you're talking smarks rather than stands.
3: No, I think they are. I don't they think are, there's much of a crossover. There's people here that are deranged. Oh. They're in love with these guys. <laughs> I, 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 well, I suppose
4: look, they, like these individual guys have their own stands. That's, that's what I mean. That's,
3: like that's what I mean, yeah.
4: But the actual kind of the core following of the company will be the smarks. And they'll far outnumber the, the individual stand accounts for these True. guys.
3: But I anyway, Raw. I get you I get uh, you yeah. yeah, Shall um, we talk
4: about uh, anything else on Raw or just move along to I think we should make the, the announcement.
3: Show. We should make the announcement. So going forward Considering how poor how poor things can be, and we have to wait a whole year to award the prestigious end of year two bit sports biding award for the worst segment of the year. We've instead decided to make this uh the 24 7 rule. It's like the hardcore title. It can change hands at any time. Uh there's four of us normally Nikki's not here, but there's four of us normally on the show. And we can have basically majority rules. It has to be a three to one or four nil result. If it's two all, the champ retains. So the first one to kick it off in the hardcore title reign is the Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman segment for Raw from the seventh of or whatever the hell it was, seventh of January. It starts the year as the champion. It's going to be tough to beat. It's, it's to be a very, very tough dominant. To
1: beat. It's it's a very dominant champ.
3: This already. is the Okada of hardcore champions right here. The worst segment of the year. It's going to be it, a tough one to beat.
1: It, it has already managed to kick out of an Alexa Bliss segment.
3: Yes, uh, it was nearly beaten immediately. But it's just slightly, <laughs> slightly better than the Braun and Brock segment.
1: It, it kicked out of two sparkle splashes and uh, <laughs> it, it reached the ropes on a rosy iron bar.
3: You had those three segments. You had the Brock and Braun debacle, then you had the Jinder match, and then you had the Alexa Bliss thing. That's mm. half an hour of television you're never getting back.
4: Half an hour? It's 45 minutes. It was 45. It <laughs> was ran close, it? To, it ran close yeah. to the full hour, yeah. So you put the God. ads into it and everything. Though. But for me, like... The, you're bang on like that. That was a horrible, horrible segment. But the, the absolute worst part of that segment was surprising to me. It was Braun Strowman reading through the lyrics, or his words, in his head. Fucking lip syncing them. And it's like, waiting. We're, we're, we're waiting. And even Heyman was trying to edge him along, edge him along. And all you see is Braun Strowman miming the words. Okay, he said this, I said this, he said this, what's my line? That's my line. Uh, Get these hands. Yeah. You've got one line. How do you fucking remember? Oh,
3: my. I wonder, was there like a little teleprompter deal on the camera considering the the close up shot? Or did he have an earpiece in? Because he was definitely mouthing along with something. Yeah. He died a death out there. I felt so bad for him.
4: It really showed the lack of ability that Braun Strowman has in this context
3: he's been trained to be that way though that's the problem he's come from the PC and that's the the mentality you don't have to think for yourself I, nah, it'll be written for you and you flip that I don't know that. if
4: it's even the mentality or the I think it's the training actual, apologies he, the training I don't even know if it's the training either because I just some people are able to be trained to okay deliver your lines but if it's not going well or if you forget it you know you're tank on your feet I genuinely think and I, I've been disrespectful here slightly but and he could easily kill me but i don't think he's capable of being able to deliver something off his own back
3: yep. i think he's naturally funny guy when you see anything else he does he's very likable
4: simplistically funny
3: I i like him i think he's great i think he's great with about him he understands but, that he's a bit of a monster in a freak show Like he's he's funny he is,
4: but if you've got him in a verbal tit-for-tat with paul Heyman. If he doesn't get his lines right, he's going to look incredibly stupid.
3: They left him out there to die. And I think Paul stood aside and said, this is what's happening. I wonder, did Paul just go, this is why? Because you have them trained within an inch of their lives to not think for themselves. He's dying out there. I'm not going to save him.
1: I think that you flip that and you look at potential other stuff that could have happened in an ideal world. Imagine if this was Kevin Owens in that situation. You are never having having Kevin Owens standing out there in that situation. A guy not from the production line. Yep, you look even someone who kind of went through a bit of it but already had enough for Foothold. Earlier on the night had a a segment out there with Cena and Cena loves ad-lib and it throws so many people off and so many people stumble and stutter over stuff because of him. Mm -hmm. There was two or three times he tried tripping up McIntyre. McIntyre didn't get phased at all. Cena McIntyre went back. Yeah, he really tests you. Oh, yeah, he done it with Becky last week and he done it with Drew this week as well. Neither of them were phased by it. Mm Yeah. Neither of them were thrown off. Drew even turned around and nearly doubled down on stuff Cena was saying. He threw it back in his face. These are the guys that are ready for them sort of situations. Strowman isn't. No, most people who go through that production line aren't, Mm -hmm. with the exception maybe of Wyatt and when he was there, Enzo. Yeah. They're about the two who were. They're products of that system, true and true, they're but the only two think of who have gone through that and whole they system. Have,
3: they have their character nailed, as in, yeah. those two guys knew who they were and they thought like they, they lived the gimmick. I mean, Enzo still clearly thinks he's a <laughs> pro wrestler, he's just gonna know what he's doing these days. Um, where is Bray Wyatt actually? Did he not come back about two months ago at a he house show? Sh-
1: he showed up at a house show, then he put oh, out a couple more cryptic he'd, tweets
3: and come out at the Rumble. I forgot about that. Um. But yeah, I think, and what happened then? Lesnar was like, let's see what he's got after what felt like an eternity of him hanging around waiting to move. Then he walked out, marched around the ring and left. Mm-hmm. What did that cost him? A couple <laughs> hundred thousand?
1: And whatever the fucking jet fuel was for the fucking private jet. It's
3: true, you wouldn't cover Britt Baker's fucking uh, weekend shows at AEW with that kind of money. but
1: Well, it depends. It depends if she opened the show or not. Like... <laughs> <It's true. laughs>
3: She's main eventing against Jericho. Pentagon running. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the poor boys actually. Pentagon and Phoenix locked down. They can't do anything. They're still on that stupid fucking Lucha Underground deal. No, they can't do though. shit. Yeah, I know they're, that, but they're still locked into some weird deal that won't let them compete anywhere else oh, on fuck. TV. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's the first one. That's the the starting the inaugural champion. Fitting that it would be Brock Lesnar. Uh, uh, Oh, are you contesting it?
4: No, no, no. I, I, I'm contesting your comment that it's fitting it was Brock Lesnar.
3: Oh, in that, yeah. See, I was thinking because it's the worst award and that it would be shit. But I now see what you're saying that this could be an entertaining thing throughout the year.
4: No, I, I thought it's just a bit harsh to include Brock Lesnar in it. Oh, or to to throw it on Brock Lesnar at least. Well,
3: it's a Brock Lesnar segment. I kind of are you putting it more in brawn, maybe?
4: I am putting the, the the absolute failure of this segment onto Braun. The overall failure was the booking of it. Yes, like it would not have won this award had Braun not been terrible in this con- in this situation.
3: Speaking of absolutely terrible in any situation, uh, Naya Jax nearly killed Sasha twice.
1: Don't have another Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh Naya, Naya, Naya! She Nia. needs
3: to be put down. She I needs said to
4: be that taken before. TV, she, oh, terrible! Like, wait, one, how many times?
3: Twice how in one match. Now,
4: times?
3: Twice in one match. Does she have uh, to
4: physically kill someone for the WWE to actually take notice and say, "Okay, maybe we made a mistake here"?
3: I think she's going to badly hurt
1: someone. She was close this week.
3: Uh, the thing twice. was the, the apron times, spot. Actually, um, the apron spot was the one that everyone talks about. So, Naya's on one knee on the apron. Sasha runs, jumps off of Naya's leg, and does a hurricane run it. But Naya doesn't dive to the outside and do a bump or take the kind of bump and
1: flip over. She tries to spike herself on the apron.
3: Yeah, she spiked. Now, I wonder, was that the intention? We don't know. We'll never know. Um, But either way, I don't think, yeah, exactly. Either way, Sasha would let fall on her head, is basically. Now, Sasha can be completely irresponsible sometimes as well, but that's usually on her on herself she doesn't hurt other people she just throws herself at stuff uh naya dropped a girl a third of her weight on her head yep,
1: yep. and that's only like 2 or 3 minutes after the stun gun off the top rope spot where she's dropping someone blind onto their face across the mm-hmm. top of the rope yeah there is no need for that spot no whatever right. about the apron spot there's so many different apron spots going and i've seen that spot done safely so many times the spot of dropping her when she literally had her on her shoulders and literally half presses her and drops her face first across the ropes. I know it's supposed to be across the neck for a stun gun. But it just... She dropped her on her face. Mm-hmm. It's literally her cheek comes across it and it whiplashes her neck yeah. back straight away. It's such a dangerous spot. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed that didn't get as much, if not more, traction on social media than, uh, than the apron spot because I think that was probably more dangerous long term for more neck injury than the apron spot was. This and is where
3: I it. came up with the thing the agents need to be looked at here. Because yeah. why did they have Nia doing a move like the apron spot? She's not capable. Whatever yeah. about her ability, she's too big to take that fucking spot. Yeah. She can't if, move as quick as the other ones.
1: If you put Bailey in that spot, you put even half the NXT people, like Candice LeRae's, even fucking Shayna Baszler, anyone like that in that segment, they've done that stuff. They've, You can bet they've worked on that sort of stuff in the Performance Center. No problem. Yeah. Fine, easy. She like, can't.
4: We've we've made the point uh, many times that she is not like most girls. She is a larger athlete. She needs to manage her abilities accordingly. So, it, if that means not doing certain spots, that you you don't do them spots. But some of these botches that we're talking about, like the first one where she drops her on her face, other ones where she uses the wrong fucking knee on shoulder drops and she almost kills fucking Charlotte twice and Asuka once. Top dogs in the company. Yeah, these they're botches that have absolutely nothing to do with her size or stature. They are prime examples of a person who's way above their head, way below their their, their talent requirement. She's way below the talent required for that ability. She has shown time and time again that she's just not able to perform at that level. The and coordination that, box botches. How, how many times do we need to say that? She does not have the talent required to do what she's being asked to do.
3: Yep. And somebody needs to see that. Like, first off, the agent thing I mentioned, she's never been in that mm-hmm. spot. But secondly, logically, how would a girl a third her size manage to hurricane at her? Where's the sense in that?
1: How many times, now, Steve? You, you know, you've watched Impact back in the day as well. How many times would you have seen Awesome Kong take half the spots at night? Jack she takes.
3: takes none of that shit, none of it. You have to work her down.
1: It took, and it took around about eight months before she was even knocked off her feet.
3: Yeah, you work the legs. You chop away at the big guy type thing.
1: Yeah, the, the, the it works I, like the tiny girls It doesn't make any sense Yeah, I can remember nearly fucking losing my shit With excitement when In a triple threat match Someone hit Awesome Conway I think it was a drop kick And Taylor Wilde hits her with a fucking bridge in German suplex And ends up hitting her for the title I lost my shit Because it was just so unthinkable yep. That she got hit with a, with a bridge in German suplex And that she lost the title It was so So far out there I never saw her losing the title to someone that small. It was a big deal. I don't see it with Nia.
3: because she was beaten too many times anyway. Yeah, oh, 100%. So, yeah, and you it's... could do, you know, the old school spot where, you know, Warrior close clothesline Andre the Giant and he'd go back and he'd the read. Stumble. Yeah, you can still kind of, you can do stuff like that, especially at the shows like that. I mean, you mightn't do it at a big pay-per-view, but a normal pay-per-view in house shows. The kids will go along with that. See the giant girl, oh. you know. And then you try and get the last clothesline and then she chokes Lansia. You. you know, things like that's what she's there for. Don't be her doing Hurricane Rana's with Nia Jax or have someone that unsafe pick up this tiny woman over her head and drop her on the top ropes.
1: Yeah. Magic. As Fitz said, Sasha does enough to fucking put herself at yeah. risk by wanting to go above and beyond without putting her in there with someone who's going to fucking double down on even the damage she could do to her. Yeah,
3: and speaking of which, I noticed, and maybe it's because she's been in tag matches for the last three and a half years, but um, a lot of new offense from Sasha. You see all the kind of kicks she's doing and and yeah. d- low drop kicks. A lot of Rey Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero style stuff.
1: She used bits and pieces in her early days in NXT, back, no, back when it was herself, yeah. Summer Rae and Charlotte, as a kind of a little mini faction down there it was little snippets of that starting to come back in which was nice I liked it
2: yeah.
3: they must be going for some sort of a singles run with her but no we know they're going for the tag team wait a minute <laughs> how are they going to win the tag team titles and Sasha's facing Ronda at fucking Royal Rumble now
1: they won't start until after the Rumble okay it's odd but it's also setting up nicely for Ronda running through the horsewomen
3: yes that's true Um,
1: she's beating she Charlotte one of them. she's beating Charlotte She'll beat Sasha to Rumble. Yep, Bailey at whatever the fucking fast lane one is Fast Lane or, sh- or whatever it is. Lose to no, Becky way no way out. No way out. And then Becky <laughs> Mania. Um,
3: the other one this was Cena. He did the where it's that time of year where some people announce that they're in the Rumble and others have to qualify, and they never feel uh, that they've been wronged by the fact that they have to qualify. And John Cena didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, next couple of weeks, look forward to spots that show how being op- sent over the top rope eliminates you from the Royal Rumble. Wait, wait, that's whoa, whoa.
4: Hang- whoa. What?
3: Yeah, so what happens is, right, um, you're in a match 30 other men. Uh, if you throw someone over the top rope, they are eliminated. But every 30 seconds, another man will come out. Or so, one. like,
4: if you go over the top rope, that's it? doesn't matter, like, whether you hit the ground or not?
3: Gonzo. No, 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 you'll no have you to, have to both feet will need to hit the floor.
4: Both feet? So why don't you only just one foot
3: hits? Well, back in the 90s, there was a situation with Bret Hart and Lex Luger. But we've found out since then. Both feet to hit the floor.
1: So if your foot was to land on a tray of pancakes...
3: You could... um, Yes, you would be still in because the pancakes are not the floor. They're on the floor, but they're not the floor.
1: And if I got knocked from the ring onto, like, the barrier
3: you are safe because it is not the floor. The floor is lava, elimination lava. And you have to find ways to not touch the floor.
1: So I'll only get one foot burned off and I'll have to wrestle the rest of the match with one foot. So what happens if I get back in with my one foot and oh, get thrown no, see... out and the other foot? Then my one remaining foot hits the floor. Technically only one foot's hit the floor that time.
3: See, this isn't an inferno match. What I mean by the floor is lava is that you shouldn't touch it. So there's no... Like my like kids... It
1: would spice
3: up, yes, like the lines on the footpath that you must never step on or you'll change the course of the universe. Baby. Alpha. Alpha. Um, <laughs> but, but now, Gordo, you know what you're thinking. Oh, you can just go under the bottom rope and go out there. For some reason you can. I don't know why. But if you go under the bottom rope, now I know what you're thinking, Gordo, before you even say it. Why do you even go into the ring at all? I'll never know. That's what I'll I'd never do. know why I'd, you ever go into the ring.
1: I'd, I'd hide underneath the ring. Yeah, it's no disqualification. Go into the corner and just hug the bottom rope. The only uh, the road dog spot was always good. Uh, my buddy Road dog on that, did he? <laughs> he did, yeah. He hugged the
3: he hugged the ring post and stayed this is, there.
1: This is why we're buddies.
3: Yeah. Uh, Just on that, all jokes aside, you can't be disqualified because the only way to be eliminated is to have go over the top rope and have both feet touch the floor. Why do you go into the ring ever? Why is there not 29 guys outside the ring Just standing there going Well I'm not going in Well fuck you I'm not going in
1: either <laughs> Because Steve They will have a reverse battle royal Like an impact And we all know how shit they were
3: <laughs> So you've got months of this Or weeks of this Of explaining how over the top Royal Rumble battle royals work Sponsored by but, Fortnite
1: But like I don't know why we're bothering Because this one isn't going to be like This one's going to be let down We've already seen the greatest Royal Rumble
3: that's the thing how do you top the greatest Royal Rumble the greatest uh, Royal
1: not Rumble? have fucking <laughs> not have fucking Babatunde and fucking Dan Mata and what was the what was the Aki Bodo looking lad like? who was he oh yes
3: I don't remember their names because they were nobodies, but
1: Yokohama or whatever.
3: Um, were you completely and utterly in 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 a state of catatonic shock when Bobby Lashley interrupted that Falls Count Anywhere match?
1: Nobody saw this coming. Oh, I, I was I was asleep.
3: No, were you?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, Dean retained and moving on. That uh, kind of expected. Uh,
3: Rollins went out and slapped a cup of coffee out of Triple H's hand to get the match. So if you're not happy at work, go to your boss's office and just punch him right in the face and you'll get a promotion.
1: <laughs> I want the old Seth Rollins. <laughs>
3: uh, Fitz, you had just finished SmackDown Yeah. before we started.
4: Hook it up to my veins. How yes. can you have a show like SmackDown, which had Three exceptional matches. Like I would put those three matches no less than any of the matches we saw on Wrestle Kingdom. Jesus. And that's not that's not even blowing smoke up at all. Like each one of those matches delivered, possibly in a way more so than any than some of the matches on Wrestle Kingdom did. But you had the main event triple threat match between Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Carmella to determine the number one contender to face Asuka at Royal Rumble. I know you're not a big fan of Carmella, lads, but she delivered in this match. Just
3: what she did to her
4: face.
1: I, I, I like Mella. I, I have a lot of respect for everything she's done since so she's come up. Say so fair yeah. focus as
3: Supposedly is money.
4: She she's earned her spot.
3: Yeah and, and I this think, match showed think, it.
4: I think we could even say that she's earned her spot more than Alexa Bliss has. Oh, God, yeah.
3: Who hasn't wrestled now in months. And they're not saying... They haven't told me... It's not in storyline that she's concussed. No, she's
4: medically cleared and all that. But this match was fantastic. It had everything. It was a perfect triple threat match. It's simple, basic. It was about, I think, 17 minutes long, maybe. Had all the spots. Good breakups on false finishes. Entertaining, literally, did not know which way the match was going until the the deciding factor. Did your
3: mic go way up?
4: The man
1: did
3: it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Carter's> dead. <laughs> I could hear we could just hear you breathing there. I was like, Whoa, that's something's gone up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you do a swerve here in that Becky wins the title and Ron? Where am I going with this? Becky wins the title, Rhonda drops the title. Rhonda lose, wins the Rumble and challenges Becky Oh that would be a swerve Because everyone's expecting Becky to win the Rumble oh. And you know how they like a little swervy swerve Oh I don't know You I would have to know. have Sasha beat Rhonda somehow With help from the man Nefarious means yes
4: That would help set up the, the horsewoman even more
3: Fuck the horsewoman till after mania
4: Fuck them. I I would fuck them any time they, they, <laughs> they'd allow me to do that. But uh, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, my phone
3: died, so we don't have a script anymore. I have uh,
4: okay. That's okay. We're talking right.
3: shit. Uh, Canadian fuck destroyers. Not a pile driver. Canadian destroyer.
4: Even though Corey said it was a pile driver. It's
3: me- the Mexican destroyer. So I'm going to call Mexican destroyer. Uh, I yeah. was legitimately shocked to see any form of a pile driver in WWE again.
4: I don't know if that was uh, talked about backstage.
3: Yeah, the ref didn't look like he knew what was going on anyway. Yeah. that The That's... interaction between Almas and Rey Mysterio, I oh need a 20-minute match with no goddamn ad breaks. Yep. I saw Fuck me, that on was Twitter
4: great. Saying that he wants a WrestleMania match, Mass versus Hair. <laughs> <laughs> if that gives me that 20-minute match, go for yeah. it, lads. Yeah. I don't care that Almas is going bald. Give me that match.
3: Yeah, uh, they work so well together. And it was so perfect. they just inched perfect. Yeah. Inch perfect.
1: And just want to say, and just a testament to how good Joe is in this match with three lads half his size, yeah. he was moving just as good as any of them. And he did not look out of place in that fucking ring. Yeah, nope. My God, that man should have been a fucking world champ last year.
3: He is a freak of nature, Samoa Joe.
1: Yeah, absolutely man. fantastic. This match, this was my favorite match at night.
3: Yeah,
4: well, you're wrong, but you, you know it's it's okay I'd, to be wrong.
1: No, no, I loved I loved the women's triple trap match, but
4: I wouldn't even say that was the match of the night either. Some good old fashioned tag team wrestling.
1: Ah, uh, to be fair, as you said, all three were amazing, but this opener just for for what it done. It finally showed Almas being Almas, getting that to finally show some of what you can do. Ali had another great show, and Joe came out of it looking strong still as well. Ray. Done what he's there for, which is putting guys over now. oh yeah, like for, you know, for, it, I think it ticked everything for me.
4: It it did a lot from a storyline progression mode, from showing off guys. But I'm just I'm being selfish and looking at from a an absolute in ring classic performance and putting on a show. I think the the opportunity to get an opportunity to win an opportunity to beat the opportunity to get an opportunity at the champions. <sighs> Oh I heard Steve sigh already Let it die, it has to
3: die
1: I think we should talk about that match a bit more though Fitz But when you do you'll have to speak up because I'm wearing a towel
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mandy Rose is seducing Jimmy By wearing more clothes than she normally does Or covered herself up more than she normally does
4: Steve, she was wearing a towel It's provocative
3: (laughs) And did you see the, according to you sent it to us The Instagram story that (laughs) he put up And you see (laughs) the cameraman, the cameraman is shown and he is shaking that motherfucker something fierce. There's at one point, I said it to Fitz, we were watching it before you, come on Gordo. He's right up in Mandy Rose's face. Like he's a couple of inches away from Uh, his face. Like it's, get away. Someone is going to break a camera worth $100,000 because they keep getting too close.
1: Someone, Brock, uh, Brock nearly hit in front of the cameraman when he was coming down the ramp.
3: Good. They're too close. Yeah. He, actually,
1: he actually addressed it and everything. He turned like, hey, oh, you better watch yourself, buddy. Because he just crosses him aside.
3: <laughs> the Usos
4: actually pushed the cameraman out of the way in their match. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. When he's coming around the ring post again, it's, I know they have a hard job, but like, yeah. you know, if you're Stop going to get them the that close, camera. Kevin Dunn. Mm-hmm.
3: No, I would have liked to have seen that brawl between Naomi and Absolution, but I couldn't see it because I had a fucking seizure. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. Uh, what,
1: look, was look, yeah. There was one. There was one stage on Raw as well, where there was something like fucking like seven or eight camera cuts in around about four seconds, and it was just the same two camera angles: cut forward and back, forward and back. Like sanity
3: aren't on Raw. There
1: was like, there was a brawl. There was a brawl over near the timekeepers area during one of the matches. I think oh,
3: it was Nia and fucking Sasha, wasn't it? Because it was Nia and spot. Sasha, yeah. where
1: she had the spot, and then there was a little bit, a couple of slaps on the ground. Yeah, it was literally eight camera cuts in around about four seconds. I, I. I Got fucking vertigo Watching the bloody thing
3: Like It's so difficult to watch Just show me the <coughs> angles New Japan Have a great way of doing it They've got about six angles And they leave them on those angles
1: yep. And every so often Okada does the Raymaker pose And then yep. you Zoom the fuck out <laughs> yep.
3: uh, The How do you The new era This is officially The start of it The Raw hasn't changed In any discernible way nope. Smackdown continues To be good
1: well, except no. for the fact that it has a wrestler on it who can't take a back bump. Who? <laughs> oh. oh. To be fair, if anyone's seen her wrestle a match, most would know that she can't take a back bump. It's so
3: funny, the whole Lana Rusev thing. Lana took a bump in the wrestling ring
1: with a wrestler, safe as
3: houses. And uh, she's out now. <laughs> but look, it, it, although, whatever, it's old school.
4: Although, did you see Rusev's uh, Twitter today? No. Oh, let me... Uh... Pull it up for you here.
3: What day was this actually?
4: It, uh, I believe it was Rusev Day. Oh.
3: Of course I'll just find that now in the calendar.
4: So, <laughs> Rusev tweeted out seven hours ago, kayfabe, um, my life is about to change. Stay tuned.
3: Baba dot, dot, Rusev. Dot, dot.
4: Um, that's what the natural assumption is, so it would make sense that Lana wasn't on TV, so this is a way to write her out for maybe a week. They could have done it a little bit better, but if she is actually up the duff, you don't want her taking a bigger bump.
1: Exactly, yeah. Well, she'll um, have one in a couple of months. <laughs> hey!
4: A certain Nick Nemeth at heel Ziggler replied to Rusev, and he replied, Oh man, don't go to pants, because you do a super kick and an elbow, and you would just be a Shawn Michaels rip-off. Hashtag, bring back the attitude era, in brackets, when wrestling started.
3: Ziggler <laughs> <laughs> um, doesn't give a fuck anymore, it's great. Yeah. Um, maybe Rusev is uh, signed up with AEW gonna get that Britt Baker money with a new baby on the way
1: (laughs) ah well that's it fuck the new era
3: fuck the new era Uh, the new era is not good
4: as our good buddy over in Cultaholic used to say when he was with Name Redacted new era, same old shit yep
1: justice for the revival (sighs) yeah
3: I just, I think I'm done. I'll see how the run into Raw is next week. I'm going to make my decision. And I'm going to stick to it. I think I'm fucking done it. And I know it's bad timing with the whole, you know, hosting a podcast situation that has changed. <laughs> it's <laughs> not like I could do the way I used to do it. Raw's on. Don't care. Cause <clears your throat> fuck. Now I kind of have to know. You'll
1: it's learn about amazing.
3: on the air. It's true. I could go. Well, things <laughs> like. Gordo, raw happened. Talk away there for twenty minutes. It I'm sure did, Steve. Grab. It oh sure did. There's a test run, but I do want to be heavily involved in the hardcore title situation with the worst
1: segment of the year award. We can send you on the worst segment. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I think I'm genuinely done. I think I I, I, do, I can't watch that show anymore. Definitely not live. Again. Can't watch it live.
1: Absolutely done with that. Swagdown is fucking fantastic. Though. Yeah, yeah,
3: it is. It is. Daniel yeah.
4: Bryan, yeah, killing it again, we should mention on the... Yes. Uh, oh, yes. His yeah, promo yeah. work at the very beginning.
1: And Truth. Oh, truth. Yeah. Truth. He My can God. give you a match.
3: He can give you a match. He's fucking excellent. He
1: can give you a match. He's still looking ridiculous shape. Um, another, another freak that needs to be studied. How the hell is yeah. he in that shape at his genetic, age? Genetic he, freak. Uh, yeah, I think
4: the scientific uh, explanation is that Black don't
3: crack. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, he is a...
4: an absolutely fantastic athlete. Yeah, he,
1: he is. He's and for as shit as his gimmick can be, or not shit, but as kind of weak, Ooh. weak and stuff as his gimmick can sometimes be, with the whole "my bad, this one's on me." <laughs> when he wants to, when he wants to kind of dial things up and get serious about shit, like he did this week, jumping Debrae his promo and everything. There's still mm. enough credibility. I think it's been lent there through the whole fact that every so often he gets one-up on people, mm. even though everyone thinks, oh, here's stupid our truth Every so often he outsmarts someone, so he's got enough credibility that when he lays somebody out, you're kind of like, go fucking get him, Truth, fair play. And it's, yeah. He's still got enough credibility.
3: He's a great utility player for them, he can do anything they want.
0: That's enough. <laughs> Hey, real good impression there, you prick! What about the rest of you piss ants? Anybody else wanna do impressions? Hey old oh man, why don't you shut up? What do you call him? Hey, blow it out your ass, O'Hare. hair. <laughs> I got guys that can take out your kneecaps.
3: Like yourself, Gordo, You can talk, you can dance, you can sing, but you can do plugs too.
1: Do-do. So if Fitz wants to shut up, uh, I can let you know that if you want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can find us on most good podcast apps. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Steve, have we fixed in yet? No, they can eat dick fuck him um, we were also on Spotify so you can get us pretty much anywhere on the internet except for TuneIn and Podcast One <laughs> um, you can also get us on Twitter if you want more of our wrestling coverage it's at 2-bit wrestling. if you want to get more of just random stuff random funny images we find online and even some of our articles, which we'll eventually get back around to posting, you can find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash 2 sports. And again, if you want to find those articles, which we'll eventually get back around to posting, you can find us on our main website, which is 2 on the internet.
3: Yeah, when 2BitSports.com comes back, we're going to need like a, a music video to describe our return. Like rising from the ashes like a theme thanks
4: Ah, uh, no one would ever that.
1: Middle finger to the sky. Yep. Gripping my consensual website. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, gripping my delicious Tony, but (laughs) alright.
3: That was a lovely Tony now. I badly needed that after the misery of today. Oh, non Peter Casey voters. They are the worst. (laughs) A rough rough
1: day for Jim. (laughs) Oh, Jim.
3: He great stories, right? But yeah. Did I tell you, Jim was threatened? Physically oh. Yes no. uh, He Apparently A couple of months ago He doesn't remember it Because um, he doesn't answer the phone So he's not sure how this happened it May have happened you know. um, A customer came into him And said uh, Is your name Jim? Uh, yes That is my name Oh yeah You're a smart boy aren't you? I was like uh, Okay What's the problem here? And he walked up to him with his you know his head out like that looking at his name badge checking out who he was i had a phone call from you a while back and you were very smart very smart very uh what word was he using i ah, he, that he'd put him down or whatever so you go smart with me one more time i'll knock the head off you right up in his face over the counter was ready to go he was ready to throw hands and then he left and he started muttering stuff as he was walking away. I was like, "Okay then." I mean, Jim was like, "Okay then," <laughs> and uh, Jim went over towards the stair to see what he what he was saying. That fellow was pure smart of me. All he ever said was, "All right, okay." Never apologized once. That was my um, Jim's her Tuesday, Tuesday. No, this was him telling me the story. Oh, okay, over some fine Tonys in a local public house. Um,
1: <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yeah. Jim, Jim is fucking pure sound. Jim had to have a, a bit of a look
3: over his shoulder on the way home because you never know how people are but uh, true story Jesus true story
1: well, tell Jim I hope he's alright anyway cause... oh sure he's grand sure
3: they're only tinkers but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes good times great people great bunch of lads and uh, Nicky not back for another two weeks he said is not it 8-0 yeah. 8-0
4: I don't think the old mega super raids is going to clean up that quick.
3: Are you telling me it's eight nil to Man City?
1: It was eight 0 to Man City. I'm telling a couple you, ago. it is eight
4: nil to Man City. If you look at the screen right now, Fuck you'll see me. the list of scores. What's the time on
3: it? Uh, seventy four minutes. Oh, it could go nine or ten.
4: Surely they should just like get everyone sent off now and take a three nil loss.
3: Yeah. Oh, that—that's what i wonder. Like, yeah, you have a lot of a lot of people missing for the second leg. Bring on three young lads you don't need. I'm all sent off.
1: They did. They brought on Phil Foden in the 58 minutes, and he scored four minutes later.
3: Jesus. And who who? Is Aguero playing or any of them? Or is that...
1: uh, Jesus has scored four. Jesus H. Uh, oh. Kyle Walker even fucking scored, for Christ's sake. Oh my God. Uh, Zinchenko, the shit he left back, he's after fucking scoring. <laughs> like,
4: this is a bit of a dick move. Like You're playing a shit team. You know, Take a bit of mercy on
1: him. Nah, yeah, but, run up the score
3: But Pep was probably told him If you don't win 7 or 8 nil, We'll we'll have to bring you back to Barcelona For some warm weather training You know what the old uh, A quick injection of warm weather Seems to help his teams out historically <laughs> it was, uh, I think they might have gone For a bit of warm weather training Before that Liverpool game, Gordo and That's uh, what you should go with
1: No, no excuses No,
3: they had a quick injection of
1: it No, no excuses that
3: sweet, sweet Performance-enhancing sunshine <laughs> Um, <laughs> but anyways <laughs> Allegedly Definitely happened the proof is out there Look at the doctors it's all there have google it On the internet there
4: Anyway and, uh, and happy news We'll finish the podcast Lana has confirmed Baby on the way oh shit mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's not Mine
1: Lana is the best Lana is plus
4: one <laughs> <laughs> Oh that I, oh, yes.
1: Oh, Gordo. I didn't think you'd top
3: yourself with the brass string of the Pris- Priscilla Kelly situation. He tops but... himself many times a night.
1: Well, there, was the, <laughs> there was the brass string. There was the period piece. There the was... period piece. You could have called it
3: the last string, actually, as well. That could have worked. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. That's it now. So mm-hmm. Nikki's back in two weeks. We'll see what. When... Oh, he's not missing episode 69. He is. <laughs> yes. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, Shit. It's
4: all Paul's fault.
3: Motherfucker! Yeah. Wonder if we can we finagle it some way.
4: Do you, actually, I think we should tell our loyal listeners why Nicky's missing. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Do. I don't know why he's Do. missing. Tell me. Right. So, without being too detailed, Nicky had to change shifts for the next couple of weeks because if one of his co-workers, uh, who just so happens to live in the same house as Nicky, decided to. Go out and have a few tonies of his own over Christmas. Now this particular person has a history of um, overdoing it on the Tonys and having certain accidents the following day. So this certain person had an accident and ended up dislocating his ankle and fracturing a load of bones in his foot. <sighs> um, and it just so happened to have been in a different uh, part of the country when this happened. So this person is stuck down the country and because of that uh, Nicky's had to change shifts to cover him. Why can't he get on a bus? Is,
3: is it because he can't drive, is it?
4: Well, you can't drive when you've got a brace on your That's bus. what I mean, like,
3: so could he not yeah. just get the bus and leave his car
1: where it is?
4: But then you have to get buses to work and all this sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. And
1: there's no direct bus from there up to work. Yeah. So, ah. so
4: yeah. um. <laughs> Fuck you, Nolan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we love you and all, but fuck you.
3: (laughs) It's not as bad. It's bad. Did I tell you the story about the river? Uh,
1: (laughs) I've heard a bit of Jim's story about the river. Yes,
3: I've heard a story about a colleague of Jim's who uh, had let him down. Uh, Over the New Year break, (laughs) the day off, um, Jim's, one of Jim's minions, (laughs) uh, came into work sick and I think he had to go home uh, because the previous night he had fallen into a river when he got too drunk and he showed up to work absolutely dying with flu or cold or rabies or whatever the hell he get out, get out of the car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like, it was just like nothing. What happened to you? I fucking got hammered and I fell in a river. What of it? <laughs> it happens so frequently that everyone should just be okay with this.
1: <laughs> you know, I want to point out this, There's a common denominator in both those stories And that's that both of them had too many Tonys <laughs> So are we saying that maybe Tonys are evil
3: Well, Tonys win not You have to show respect to Tonys You respect Tony. If... respect Tonys And you get to a certain age where You look at them and you go I cannot have the same amount of Tonys that I once had I have to adjust myself
1: I'll have slightly less Tonys But I will still enjoy them Tonys I will enjoy them Much when... like how I enjoy Tony Storm
3: Yes, <laughs> and how she enjoys Tony Storm. We couldn't go. I stand with it. Tony. I think it's horrible. But all jokes aside, I think it's absolutely fucking despicable what happened to her. Yeah, and anyone that happens to, uh, bar from Paige because it's funny. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's bad what happened to her too. But, uh, no, guys are pieces of shit. But, um, yeah, respect the Tony, or you will uh, have too many of them when you're young. And you will fall in a river and be incapable of going to work At a busy time of the year For people at work What's this now AEW is Jericho you say That's pretty nice t-shirt
4: Live on ProWrestlingTees.com
3: I think I saw something earlier where a fan made that And he sent it to PWTs, And then Jericho on Twitter gave it the go ahead (laughs) That's how these guys are making their money It's that easy
1: uh, Someone I think sent on a Chief Brandy Officer as well for Brandy oh, They're going to make that too
4: Ah May I just interject Here for a moment mm-hmm. There's a tweet from The Chief Branding Officer of All Elite Wrestling Miss Brandy Rhodes Referring to uh, The topic of equal pay She says And I quote equal pay means equal opportunity regardless of sex it does not mean that everyone will be paid the exact same salary regardless of their position it means the gender pay gap does not apply an entry level woman won't make the won't make less than an entry level man because of her gender so she's pretty much confirmed what we've already just said.
1: Yeah. And uh, I will point out if you want to listen and really delve into stuff, a lot of people have tried to debunk the gender pay gap anyway. Don't at me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, someone's going to at the fuck out of oh, you for that one. At the human onion. Bringing up statistics and facts like that.
4: Pay gap.
1: That. Pay gap. Go, go, go. <laughs>
4: Oh. Such a sexist
1: pig. I would point out, I'm not saying whether or not I believe in it, but I'm just saying that certain people out there have tried to debunk it, so I just hope that people will furnish themselves with the necessary information before they want to get <laughs> triggered on one side of the fence or the other.
3: But what's the point in social media if you can't jump off the handle at a moment's the, notice?
1: The fact that you're going to have intellectual debates with people, much like we did with our good buddy Road Dog last year, went from being a point where we were completely against him to a point where I actually didn't mind having discussions with him because they were actually quite good. It's amazing oh, no, how no, that works,
3: isn't it?
4: We're we're not interacting with them. We're internet trolls. Oh yeah, sorry, we're internet yeah.
1: trolls. No DQ, cunts. Yeah. But... <laughs>
3: yeah, Though though, was it them that put up the video, the Okada video? It was. It was them or the Ringside, Ringside News? News. one of the others. I think No DQ had it as well. No, it was, there was, was a couple of like them. Fucking idiots, cuntbags. Ah, oh, stop.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, we are the non credible website.
3: Yeah. Well, what's not credible? I mean, we haven't posted anything in two months. But, I mean, outside of that...
1: Yeah, do you know why? Because there's been nothing fucking newsworthy on WWE TV to fucking post about.
3: <laughs> well, I've noticed in the last few weeks it's been very light on WWE. It's just been shooting the shit about what's going on. Yeah. And it's way more crack. And you don't have to write a big script. Like I you saw the script there. I put headlines in. That was it. Yeah. Quick little bit under the AEW thing. But
1: that was about it. That's, that's literally just you yeah, have the fucking facts wrote down. But exactly. That is literally...
3: It's just so I can remember because I have an atrocious memory. Um, old. I am
1: old, possibly too many Tonys, maybe. Yeah. True, maybe it's like maybe a quick NXT UK recap to kick off the show the next week. So we have yeah. that on Saturday night. That's on seven o'clock our time Saturday night.
3: Because none of us have actually uh, yeah. followed this at all. I watched the Devlin Pete Dunne match,
1: but that's. I'm it. a couple. I'm a couple of weeks behind. I'm like four weeks behind. Okay. Uh, yes. I know. I know the two matches that were announced. So.
4: Bless him, Nicky is nine episodes behind, and he's going to catch up before Saturday night.
1: Oh My God! He's f- now this is Nikki fucking G One special, G1, and fucking yeah. best of Super Juniors. I'll even watch the tag matches, Nikki. So G- <laughs>
3: <laughs> we just call him G One Joe. That's
1: the way to go. <laughs> uh, There's a T shirt for you, G One Joe. G One Joe. And it's just a picture of Nikki saying, yeah.
3: "Ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." I love eight man tags. I do. They set up <laughs> ah, the storylines. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so, fair folks, and I, I firmly believe he'll be caught up. Yeah, I believe him.
3: (laughs) um, That was another thing me and Rory were talking about. Uh, You know, Kishida is leaving and he got his final match, which is Tanahashi, which if they'd given him matches like that, he wouldn't be leaving, but, you know, a chicken and egg. Um, (laughs) Every match on that card is a multiple-man tag match or a straight-up tag match. That's the only single match on it. That is why I just cannot watch these shows.
1: If you look, New Year's Dash, every match was a tag match. Yeah,
3: and that's why it was horrible.
1: The only good thing I enjoyed about it was that Jay White is on it. He, for yeah. me, and like, no matter what show he's on for them at the moment, he steals it.
3: He's doing well. A lot of people were not too overly gone with him, but he's turning people around, and he will continue I think, to, I think. I
1: think, mm. we, said, I think we said around about this time last year that we thought that this would be where he'd be by this time, so I think we were, we were probably in the minority. I know a lot of people weren't big on him at the time, but mm. there was just something there. When he got the character, he had the wrestling skill all along, and now he's finally got the character to back it up, and I think putting him in with Bullet Club long term is actually gonna be a genius stroke. And I think they need see, it, he needs it.
3: When you see these people live as well, you see something different in them. We we've seen Jay White wrestle, Marty It was great. Yeah. I think yeah. something it's like going to a football match. Speaking of which, nine nil Man City.
1: Have Burton just walked off the pitch like
4: <laughs> another match confirmed for NXT UK takeover this weekend is Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin.
1: Had a feeling that come as well. That, that should be a fucking cracker of a match. Mm. So we have that. Uh, Tony Storm against Rhea Ripley. And Pete Dunne is defending his title against Joe Coffey. Nice. Yeah. Now, my prediction is Dunne to retain and then Walter to appear.
3: I think Walter comes out and Wal- Walter beats him at the next takeover or whatever. Yeah, Walter yeah. does the Matt Riddle thing.
1: Yeah, Uh, He may even beat him at the next proper takeover. Not the Rumble one, now. sorry. The Mania Weekend takeover.
3: But he doesn't want to go to America, isn't that the whole thing, Walter?
1: Yeah, but you're not going to not be in America for Mania Weekend. Now, and as well, big thing to note, some of the UK guys have been pulled from shows for Rumble Weekend.
3: Yeah, Devlin was.
1: Devlin was. As far as I know, a couple of others were pulled from that same show earlier on, but they thought they'd still have Devlin. So there's a cup, so there's a chance we could see a couple of the UK guys. Now they'll probably just do. I think they do the likes of access shows over there, so they're probably only going to work them. But you may see a couple of them pop up on the likes of two o five and stuff like that in the week that follows as well. So
3: happened at Mania, didn't it? There was two o five guys, uh, yeah. on SmackDown or yeah, or UK
1: guys on UK guys on two o five. Yeah, so may see that. May see a couple more of them show up on normal NXT to try and build a bit more hype around the brand because yeah, any publicity for it to be good, but uh. I
3: think we're at 2.05 here, two hours and five minutes, so we gotta close this up. Yeah. But yes, uh, next week, episode 69, uh, Bluetooth sponsorship, whether they want us or not.
1: Well, if not, we'll have Takashi69 playing us in.
3: Yeah, Takashi. Oh, we'll be thrown off SoundCloud. You mean the king of SoundCloud, Takashi69? We'll
1: be killed. Killed. Okay, okay, fine, we'll try and get a fucking remix of it. Oh, yeah. Of, I'll get of, some shitty YouTube version
4: of it. What, what is a Takashi?
1: He's a
3: lad now, Fitz, that has 69 tattoos of the number, or spelling, of the number 69 on his body.
1: He's. Do you remember in The Simpsons when Bart had all the novelty shit stuck on his face, like the fucking, the, the toucan's beak and mm. a couple of bolts out of his neck? He's essentially the actual version of that.
4: Is that allowed? Is that, can, can what,
1: what? Yeah, well, he's, he's in prison now anyway, so. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: He's about to be anyway.
1: Well, yeah, soon on racketeering and all sorts who of, did, of shit. Isn't who it? Did he rape. Are we going to get shut off of everything because you played that?
3: Oh yeah, that was stupid of me. Which is the track from six nine? Stupid, oh, with two god. O's. Because <laughs> he's an <on> arsehole oh, oh
4: my god! What he should have done
3: there, point. if he was thinking, would have instead of the two O's. There should have been a six and a nine. But the, the the circular part of the numbers would be accentuated because his name is six nine.
1: Yeah, but you know what the problem is there, Steve? You're intelligent, he's not. <laughs> I
3: mean, everyone does that sort of thing that uh, you should have been, you should need to present a clean bill of mental health before you go into a tattoo parlor and do things like this. <laughs> Whatever. Not for me. Not for me. That'll do it. We'll talk to you later. Say good Jericho.
4: Doesn't work, God, does it? Good does night, mammy. <laughs> does mammy. God does mammy. Kava <laughs> <laughs>